0: Hello and welcome to Exit Me the Twenty Tens, a podcast about the movies from the 2010s. I'm Jack Draper. With me is Clay Williams, who just got back from the gym and seeing his notary.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just doing some weights right now. Oh man. Twenty five. Yeah. Okay, twenty six. All right. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, you you
0: can't see it, but like you're recording? You're covered in sweat and you're wearing like a very thin tank top right now. Of Um, course. What's that syringe going in your ass? It's just yeah. coated in baby
1: oil. Don't don't worry yeah. about that. Don't worry about the syringe. <laughs> yeah. It's not no, don't worry about it. It's, <laughs> it's it's like fluid. I'm just really dehydrated. It's like sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um we, this is another Florida film that we're covering like relatively oh, shit, I close to uh John Baker's the Florida Project and it's interesting to see how how different of like visions of Florida they are cuz it's like one is very low budget and then this one is like quote unquote low budget, but it's like low budget in what we recognize from for Michael Bay. Um so you yeah, like how, how expensive this looks in comparison to which budget budget is very interesting.
1: It is and it's like I mean they're besides that though, they're basically like the same movie, right? order project <laughs> and pain and gain. There's like no yeah. real like difference. You can
0: see a version where it's like if you swap the Ed Harris uh uh character and, and like the Will and Dafoe character from both movies where it's like you can see Harrison Defoe like swapping roles.
2: Oh, I can yeah, see that. All yeah, right. Yeah. I prefer to think of it like, you know, what if Brooklyn Prince and Mark Wahlberg roles? <laughs> That's a good
1: point. That's a good point. That's what I want.
2: Paul, yeah. I've seen a lot of movies. Just a little yeah. 12-year-old
1: just being like, I'm hot.
2: I'm big. I'm a doer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Brooklyn Prince is a doer. I'm a doer. Yeah. She's a doer. She yeah, doesn't. She's, a doer. She's a, yeah. doer. she's not a doer. she's a She's
0: directed she more than Wahlberg. Don't. I'm. I'm fairly confident. Oh
2: well. Yeah. <laughs> that can't so. be true. Is that's that true. directed stuff?
0: I mean, that's like I'm doing not doing a research for that uh, for that claim. But right. no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna, gonna
1: fact good. check you, but I'm not gonna tell you if you're. Real
0: <laughs> oh my okay, gosh! Right. This is why we I now know. I now she's know if that is film. true or false, and I'm yeah. not gonna say. <laughs> this is why we need like another person here to be like you know, ch- checking credits fact yeah we
1: need a fact checker i don't know who but... wants to do that Yeah, who, who who anyone out there if you want to do a fact check for like a 3 hour podcast and you basically say nothing else besides do fact checking yeah please submit <laughs> email uh, email at us at exiting through the 2010@gmail.com if at you email. want that com. to be the, con- the, the the contribution you make to this podcast exactly um we it. will not pay you a single dime <laughs> yeah
0: um it is it is super interesting though where it's like i can see somebody like monitoring us but it's just imdb is fired up throughout the entire time and it's like (laughs) what else it's imdb
1: wikipedia and they're like that's my fact that's my this is my
0: it's my tools
1: we can just say the most random shit possible if it's not on that (laughs) If it's not on those two platforms (laughs) say it the
0: things that we are fact-checked for are like not important at all (laughs) i can imagine uh well do no, we want to okay. go over th- some things that we've seen recently
1: i saw this that strange guy who sure. also has a phd yeah. <laughs> um uh-huh. i saw that uh like a few days ago uh-huh. um liked it i saw a day before that though so i'm doing like i'm trying to do like this history project for my class that is kind of connecting film like the project itself is for like connecting music to moments in like U- united states history from like 1914 to the 1940s Um, and I asked my teacher if I could do a film variant on that and he was like go for it so I'm kind of been watching some movies or I've been planning to watch some movies uh, in that time span uh, and I sent out a tweet I think and people gave me this huge list of movies that kind of take place uh, between those uh, years Um, but I watched Paths of Glory because my history course covers world war one i assumed it was just an american movie i didn't know that it i mean it was it is but it's like it the characters are in france like Mm it's a the french army i had no idea i just assumed it was because it was fucking uh kirk douglas Mm -hmm. um but good movie good movie i will say that that mr kubrick knows how to make a motion picture yes
0: (laughs) you you sound like a you sound like a major studio producer right now
1: i try i try (laughs) um go picture yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it I was I mean, I don't know what else there is to say about that movie. Yeah, that's it's true. Um, it's pretty
0: undeniable. I think that's like his first great movie.
1: Mm. But, yeah, I mean Yeah, yeah. When was The Killers?
0: Killers was like a few years before it, I think. Well, Top of my head. I like that
1: movie, but Paths of Glory is much better.
2: Funny enough, I, I think it, I Got Soul, but I'm not a Soldier is also a potential title for Pads of Glory, speaking of the Killers.
1: Mm-hmm oh
2: there you uh, go yeah, yeah there you go boom walka, walka. yeah can we like go back uh, in time way, and like did, pitch that? have we started the podcast Yeah i, I have, actually don't actually. know yeah yeah okay we're <laughs> just gonna sort of start yeah, okay yeah. gotcha yeah no, that's okay i was a truthful like people know that i'm here <laughs> oh is, we're gonna do that yeah, in, like, in a minute but
1: first we just do this whole <laughs> oh okay oh like, you do the, riff? the okay gotcha. do,
0: there's there's a podcast host that who does that though that they never tell the guests that they start it's like ah shoot i'm sure it's like pete holmes or something but
1: it's you all know. oh, good i was just curious we are not pete holmes <laughs> no,
0: we have not in fact made no, it no. weird far no. from it uh no
2: no i was gonna say something about but it past,
0: past is great it's a great ending too yeah that that ending yeah. has always stuck yeah, with me
2: compromising
1: yeah no i that was a real because it really switches on a dime it's mm-hmm. it, it really like at one moment you know they're all fucking disgusting pigs and the next they're like soulful soldiers yeah <laughs> and it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah okay yeah. And it's like very really right, well
0: handled um right yeah i think for me like i might have seen like one of my favorite movies of the year or at least like it's in the top three right now it's called we're all going to the world's fair uh it's just incredible yeah. like i think it's i think it's one where exactly. it's like better to know as little as possible where it's like that's kind of a cliche but I, I think it's like mm-hmm. a marvel, and I've you've seen things like this, but not quite like this. Um,
2: it's a movie that is a marvel, but it is not a marvel. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I, damn it, I was gonna like the. Same Although joke. I'm waiting for that moment, I'm waiting for that moment when she joins the, the Avengers. Uh, marvel. Oh my gosh. Universe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, it's a great. It's a great movie. I saw it <laughs> yeah. at Sundance last year. It's a really good internet movie. It's a really good movie about the experience of being mm-hmm. online. Uh, it's a great movie about gender and identity mm-hmm. as well because i mean the, because the filmmaker mm-hmm. is trans and i as i recall uh the filmmaker actually like came out during the yeah. production of the movie or sort of like realized oh, that they were trans and uh yeah jane sean brown um yeah it's yeah. really solid i, I can't yeah. recommend it enough uh i'm trying to think in terms of what i've seen lately it's funny because i've had to watch a lot of tv because i do both film and nice. tv in my work and i just finished uh conversations with friends the new hulu show that's like the follow-up to cool, Normal yeah. people
3: yeah. Oh yeah,
2: it's I'm sorry, it's really boring. I someone who like also was not attracted to the idea of normal people. Um it's you know again another Sally adaptation Rooney of the Sally novel, Rooney yeah. novel. So it's
1: they're too normal yeah, guys. So it's it. a lot
2: of there's too normal. It's, well they're they're too they're too sad, they're too Irish, <laughs> just, and they're yeah, too just horny. Say, like that's kind say. of what it is. It's just a bunch of sad, horny yeah. Irish people circling around the same sort of and you know, in normal people you get it because it's like here's like these young people who haven't figured themselves out yet but in conversations with friends they're a little older they're still like the main character still like a university student but like can you tell that it's both strain
0: from rooney texts that it's like about similar ideas
2: uh, oh they're 100 yeah. percent. yeah they're very similar ideas and similar and same creative uh, team I see, too like I see. lenny abrahamson like oh cool okay episodes and we've covered frank that. on here yeah so, yeah and i mean so yeah 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 mm-hmm. and frank is great um but it's just one of those things where man um it's weird to finally feel relief in episode <laughs> nine because you're like oh the show should have just been about this um instead of this dancey back and forth and like the actors right. chemistry you know joe joe alwyn is an actor i liked but man he's one of those guys who's like he's trying a new mm, accent interesting and he tries to hide the imperfections by speaking really low <laughs> and speaking with a very low growl to tr- sort of try to hide the uh try to hide the uh the 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 flaws in this irish brogue and it's it's infuriating yeah. um i was it, so bored sasha lane's good in it oh okay but,
0: that's um, int- yeah that's cool um yeah i can imagine like yeah, maybe it's yeah. one of those tv shows that it's like this could be like a two-hour movie in that yeah four hours yeah four hours max yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: they could have cut to the chase um <laughs> i am in the middle of my screeners for the essex Serpent. oh cool um which is the apple tv yeah, yeah, show yeah. i've actually based on a book i've actually oh. read um with claire danes mm-hmm. and tom hiddleston it's this very sort of like gothic kind of uh supernatural almost supernatural kind of thing and uh yeah i'm, I'm enjoying it so far if you like hot priests uh, uh tom hiddleston plays a very particularly mud-soaked vicar uh who is uh who is uh lovely and uh, yeah the score is really interesting and yeah so i've been watching a lot mm-hmm. of tv i'm trying to catch up on like some criterion channel nice. expiring stuff so i finally saw william friedkin's version of the boys in the Band, oh yeah that one's good um which is a really yeah a really really solid because i watched the ryan murphy version first oh no i was like okay i know i'm like okay this yeah. is fine you know it's very much like an <laughs> adaptation <laughs> yeah, of the show. yeah yeah the broadway cast but there's something a lot more raw i agree and, yeah like like a, a you know a taut nerve like it's just a frayed nerve of a motion mm-hmm. picture that seems to capture a particular moment in in queer history where i mean even just going back like i, I also have been watching kids in the mm-hmm. hall um and like because the revived version that they're bringing out for uh, amazon it reminded me how much buddy cole has changed or like or how much of the times have changed around um, scott thompson's character buddy cole where like in the 70s through the 90s back before you know where people were in the mainstream or even like approached mainstream acceptability, there is this sense of like, there is something sort of transgressive about your very existence. And that's still very much true, but not in the same way that like buddy Cole could get away with. Um, and in the boys in the band that kind of feels that way where it's like, yeah, it's a bunch of like mostly white, cis, gay men, hanging out and being swishy but like that is sort of the novelty of it but sort of like allowing themselves to sort of live and exist and capture that whipped smart dialogue um and yeah it's just really really fascinating it's sort of a portrait of the experience of being closeted and like the the wrestling with identity or like or what it's like to be inside a gay community looking outside at like at closeted gay yeah. men and uh or people even you think or want to be secretly gay and like um yeah it's just a lot of in really,
0: Freakin's really movie dynamics. is like yeah. so filled with tension but it's but it's like oh, yeah. it doesn't build
2: it's a hangout movie that plays
0: yeah like a it doesn't build like, until like it's the last half it's, yeah it's super well done i yeah. I, I think that that, that film yeah oh, gosh yeah it's 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 really really great i yeah you're totally though you're totally right though like ryan murphy's new york is like an imagination that so it's like <laughs> yeah, basically,
2: um like that movie and his version of the oh gosh, take place right, in oh, right like there's no and i and I only saw boys in
0: the, the band hank because i like the Friedkin production so much and that was in a point in 2020 where it's like i'm just like catching up with any movie <laughs> where it's like i don't even really want right. to see this
2: and also the dork in me was also like oh the guy who played hank was yeah. cyborg in yeah. star trek five the final <laughs> frontier yeah let's do it let's make it um,
0: Zachary Quinto um, was really good in the Ryan Murphy cool. one, but um, the cast is good. I guess.
2: It's just I like the freaking like, so Robin great. De, Robin but... DeJesus didn't anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's mm-hmm. unstoppable. Freak is yeah. unstoppable. unstoppable. Sometimes I wonder, you know, after hearing the stories of him working on the exorcist, I'm like, did he fire off a gun on the set of the boys <laughs> in the band to right. motivate? <laughs> just to get it a little bit people, more tense. Or was it yeah, just yeah. On the <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. Um, That's awesome. So that's what
1: I've been up to. I've been watching a lot of TV and trying to catch up with a few criteria. Have you been watching Barry? I know me and Jack have.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I reviewed Barry for Ebert And yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen the first six episodes. I don't know where they're at right now in the third season, but episode six of season three is. Oh, nice.
0: We are at three?
2: Three? I think it's three. Yeah, three. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Okay, that's rad Um, though. How many? Are there like eight or nine total still? I'd imagine. I
2: think there's gonna be eight. Oh wow! I think there's gonna okay. be eight, but I've seen six, six of them um, mm-hmm. in episode six. Awesome. Is like it has one of my favorite action sequences and one of my favorite one-off side characters in uh, recent oh TV God, history. I can't wait. So yeah, look out for that. Uh,
0: yeah. Fredmo? Oh, I mean, is it Fred Milan? Because I know he's coming in. to
2: um there he's he's good there is okay. a different person played by an actor i do not know it's just one of those side <laughs> little side characters who recurs right. in just one episode that feels like he comes out of nowhere and is immediately i want to watch an entire show about this guy um and yeah. i won't say anything more but like there's just something incredibly dead and man. well it's uh, it's so funny because it's
0: horrendous. like no ho hank was gonna be that like person that just comes in for a second and then exits the show but then yeah. like Anthony was such a treasure that they had to keep him around.
2: Right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a show of in, in, of infinite <laughs> discovery. And also, I'm going through Better Call Saul yes. for the first time. As oh well, as well. My gosh, like, yeah. Or at least getting as yeah. far as I am. So yeah, that's another
0: far. I'm really treasure that. of a TV show that that is like the gift that keeps yeah. on giving. Because like, I don't know, I don't know how they how they they like, keep on turning out such like a masterclass in in like suspense and it's. It's a great
2: because the scenes, the individual scenes, fi- feel like they're yeah, about something. yeah. Like the scenes have an idea behind them. They're like you know, there's individual set pieces. Everything feels like it's its own. Yeah, own seriously. Film, you know, and that's what's so incredible. It's a
0: procedural, it. but it still feels like so thrilling. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. and like Kirk is phenomenal, and like oh, incredible, yeah. yeah. But and, yeah, once you get to where we are now, and it's like, and, and it's like this is a great time to catch up, but um, it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's like ending so perfectly because it's like so well calibrated that it hasn't given away too much now in the first half of the
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, last season, that there's still so much more left to go, but it's like, uh they're, they're just like taking their sweet time and it makes things all the better. But, um, yeah, yeah. um, listen, this is Xing through the 2010s. We believe in fitness, but before we get there, <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about Clint Worthington. Uh, you're here with us today. Ha- happy to have you here. Yeah. Thank, thank you yeah, for yeah. having me. Um, what we like to do with our guests is learn a little, little bit about how you first got into film and what grew your love of it. Mm-hmm. And if there is any movies that got you into movies that come to mind.
2: That's a really good question. I mean, obviously, I mean, when I was very, very young, and I grew up in like central Illinois, like farm town, like I grew mm-hmm. up on a farm for the first 18 years. You're a farmer
0: right now. Um, You're. Yeah, I am I'm
2: a far. I I'm am I'm a. I can see goats song, in the background. Like uh, my, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a little size of heaven. Um, yeah. Yes, indeed. It's so bucolic. Um, it's good to have <laughs> land, as uh, Stewie Griffin once said. But um, I mean, I remember. But I was like an, an enormous dork. I mean, I, I my first love was like really like Star Trek. Oh my God! Give me one
1: second. <laughs>
2: cat. <laughs> the cat man. Cut it
1: out. I'm monologuing. <laughs> Cats don't have any respect for monologues. I know. I've, I've, I've noticed this.
0: You could be deep in a monologue and the cat
1: comes. I try to do the coffees for the cat closer speech wins. and this cat keeps coming in and it's like, no.
2: I know. Right? <laughs> Just imagine the, the voicemail that Alec Baldwin would leave. Bobby's voicemail um so yeah so I grew up on a farm in like central Illinois didn't really like you know only child I was so my I was you know, I was a of course i an a late an early millennial like an older millennial so I was raised by television um so I grew greatly in love with Star Trek and science fiction and so that was sort of my introduction to like just the joy of physical mm-hmm. media uh of, of like of like you know film and visual media um as I neared um middle school and high school i started really getting into theater um there was no formal theater program at my school but there was like the english department had like the junior and senior class plays and i would always get the leads not because i was a good actor because i was the only man in my class who cared and who said lines with inflection Hmm. so that's the only man who
0: wasn't forced to be there (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah basically uh yeah so i was that's how i got to be the stage manager in our town but um yeah i don't know i just always loved like performing and in, and in, in art and stories and uh, i really started getting into film with the you know like a lot of people my age with the video store um we had the we had family video uh which was one of the last real like physical video chains that was still around like uh and that was mostly due to the fact that we had there was definitely like a porn room in the back um of family video <laughs> but uh my but they would always have you know i would just like every week i would obsessively go and i would like rent five movies and it'd be like these are five movies i haven't mm-hmm. seen before so i would do that and coupled with like there was a very good friend of mine um scott mcgrew who passed um not long after like a few years after i left high school like um but he was also a huge lover of film and we became friends and he had this incredible archive of like vhs tapes like he had like Glenn or glenda and he wow. showed me julie taymore's mm-hmm. titus um which was maybe one of the movies that really got me into into film and like and this is a cliche white dude uh of me to say but david fisher's fight club was like my is like my default favorite movie for a good long time and it's one of those movies that you can't really say your favorite movie anymore because like it is so easy to be to be misinterpreted about, about why you like it. Cause a lot of crappy yeah. people like it for bad reasons. It's interesting though. Um, like that movie has yeah, gone like, through
0: such an, such a like reevaluation that you can like it, but now in, a, in an ironic way where it's like, Oh, it, you can see it through yeah. various lenses. Um, but it's, it's very yeah. clearly made by someone who's like very early on in their, in their career and like a younger filmmaker where it's like, if you look at the Fincher uh, right. in the 2010s, it's like, so different but but no like that was that it was formative for like, a lot of people
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh absolutely and it, yeah it was it was very because like, it was like sort of babby's first like stylist stylish yeah. movie for a lot of people so that's and so then and was, it's like whoa it look at the twist
0: feet. and, then, and that, there was the whole look yeah, at the
2: twist yeah. um and then of course my love of sci-fi got me into stuff mm-hmm. alien and, and, and horror movies and things like that did you realize um, the connection it's, if like really, you I, love
0: sci-fi and where you're like oh fight club and then alien three like maybe afterwards and
2: I think that was part of it. Like, yeah, a little bit where I was like, oh, David Fincher did Alien, the mm-hmm. third Alien. No one, because I'm sure I watched it before I knew who David Fincher was. I probably saw it like on TV at some point. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't like it, but it looks cool. And I, you know, it was it's that it's that time before you really get the vocabulary. Oh, yeah. Right. But, you know, you have that instinctive feeling that, like, oh, this looks cool and different. This doesn't look like when we watch Home Improvement. Right um so i mean which i'm sure is not the first time alien 3 has been compared to home so funny um but unfavorably uh but but yeah it's just yeah that that instinctual gut feeling of like developing a sense of aesthetics um is really really interesting and i think things like alien 3 things like fight club things like titus especially with its overt theatricality where there are things that taught me that like a movie doesn't have to become a documentary chronicle of real Mm -hmm. life it can be an expression of things that aren't happening and can't happen and wouldn't realistically happen, but it doesn't matter because it's all about the power of the image and the power of the message behind it. Um, even if the message is, "Don't crash land on a prison planet," just don't do it. Um, it's a bad idea, and it's a lesson I've uh, held firm to. This yeah, day. I, I see. I yeah. keep making um, that
1: same mistake. I the, yeah. I, I know that see, it, it's a bad. You gotta one to watch do. Alien Three again. <laughs> Good movie yeah. well the thing is i've never seen alien 3 We've so that's probably there. the reason why i keep making that mistake i haven't seen the movie so i just yeah. but i keep crashing yeah. None on of us prison planets that. it, it and, can't stop and yeah. funny enough i was still doing it uh after watching the theatrical cut it was really the issue sure, sure, oh, assembly sure.
0: assembly where it's like that's, you that's need it you the, need to be told it twice reflects. in order to really evaluate yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but here it's like the lesson we learn don't torture and extort please people people come on please don't
2: uh, so yeah, so I was I was built on a steady diet of like sort of film mm-hmm. bro movies, and it's one of those things where like, you know, yes, there's a certain extent to which we've outgrown them, and the flaws in that kind of diet are very clear, but I cannot fully divorce myself from them because those movies did share me no, makes up, and they develop yeah. they developed that. Um, for me and yeah and then i would go on to college and i would get involved in the local filmmakers club at uh, truman state university the harvard of the midwest (laughs) in Kirksville, missouri which is basically where the uh, all the smart poor kids go it's like legit it's it's claim to fame is that it is frequently cited in u.s news and world report as like the best value uh for uh because like it was because it didn't cost an arm and a leg to go there but like the education program was fine so like okay there we go i'll do that and so you know uh, but I, I've been a lot of great friends there, um, many of whom like write for my site now, which is great because we all like because it's in Missouri. So e- people are either going to or coming from St. Louis and Chicago. So I met a lot of St. Louis folks and we all just came up to Chicago together. Um, and so, yeah, like from there, you know, I spent a couple a couple years, you know, bouncing around and then came to Chicago in 2010 and uh, started a uh, a film podcast with my uh, friend, uh, Jared, who. Uh, was a college buddy of mine and we made drinking games for movies for like seven years. <laughs> and in the intervening time, that allowed me to get an inroad into uh, into film criticism in writing here as well and along with other podcasts as well. So that got me started with Consequence and everything else.
1: And then
0: uh, here, here we are. are. Excellent. Yeah. That's my life story. <laughs> there you
1: go. It's funny that you Period. mentioned the Send. idea of growing out of like film bro movies because it, it is... That's yeah. the thing, me. So Jack, you know yeah, yeah. Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson, Anderson, me Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So it is like that yeah. was. I do think it's you do attach yourself.
0: Life. You do. It's it's like at that you know like for us yeah. like fifteen, fourteen, thirteen. Like, you know. It's yeah, like it becomes up. your
1: identity, and it's mm-hmm. t- gets toxic, and then you learn to watch other things, and then like and I keep I always credit Jack as the person who kept who uh who basically kept me uh kept me from becoming some you know toxic film bro because he right, was like right. watch foreign films yeah. and i'm like all right fine yeah i'll do yeah. it it's like right. even right. i'm trying to think it, of the first like foreign film i watched mm. I, I think know. 13 assassins was be. mine mm-hmm. yeah
2: maybe it was probably some like crazy <laughs> japanese right, like right, right, right. Movie, uh, yeah that's movie. a good it's gateway the, i feel like that's yeah, the pipeline, sure, sure. right it's like white dude film bro movie then like violent asian action movie or yeah that's how and then you can finally get into the yeah yeah Yeah, then you can watch like Uh, cleo
1: from five to seven or something because it's uh, it's like uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah certainly i think i think it's Uh, not it's not even like that that big a deal but it's also like that that identity that you form from watching like fight club and like taxi driver and american psycho and all that mm -hmm. it's not even film bro anymore but it's like film student where I think like that is the constant in that right. identity that it's, it's that person in your film class. It could be one or two or three, but it's like always a small section that It's like, well, this isn't anything like Christopher Nolan would do, or like, yeah, it's, it, there would be this constant, like um, this constant thing that they'll gravitate towards a certain performer or a certain kind of character. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's like, once you see like a lot of YouTube compilations, I think this is like the evolution of that where it's, like, best performances of all time, where it's, like, you know, you may really like these performances, but it's, like, you can't always go to, like, Daniel Day-Lewis in There'll Be Blood or um, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling and Drive, where you can't, like, that's a very specific, like, very intense uh, um, performance that, you know, mm-hmm. you 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 do like can
2: feel like a kind of aspirational masculine sure, stoicism sure. for people who aren't like reading it with and that and
0: character. those performances are good I, I i and you know you can't like deny some some of those and they like, pop in, in compilations you just worry if those people that make them are, are going to be watching anything else that that just offers something else and it's like you can't you can still love those it's just like you know
1: i think the thing yeah, with I like really, Tarantino uh, Lynch um, lynch less so, but like Tarantino, Fincher, Anderson, Nolan, these are I love Gen all X these film- Gen filmmakers.
0: X filmmakers. I guess we could just say that, right? right?
1: I, I I love yeah. all these filmmakers to the first school mm-hmm. of music mm-hmm. video, right? I love all these filmmakers to varying degrees, but to be a film nerd or fan or bro or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you have to look at these guys as gateways. These mm-hmm. aren't the persons you end up with; these are the persons you start. This is like, you know, Pulp Fiction, Taxi Driver. These are the movies you start to get into the, you know, build your vocabulary and understand there's a bigger world of movies than blockbusters. But there's a, but then it becomes like a fork in the road. You either stop with the, these movies or you go beyond them. A lot of people stop, a lot of people go beyond. And what I think, what makes someone who ha- And they could still end up being your favorites, as long as they're not the only thing. Exactly. You, yeah. you, have, to, you have to move right. past them in a way. And not necessarily you have to forget them, but you have yeah. to understand that to really have a full scope of film or whatever that entails you need to watch shit. you just need to watch all the shit yeah consume everything yeah it's that's 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 the point that's how we gain any vocabulary that's how we understand that's the only way to find out what you really
2: like exactly um because if you 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 expose yourself to a broad swath of stuff like you can find stuff that works for you you can find stuff that doesn't there's like always those art movies that feel like eating your vegetables Mm -hmm. um but, you, you know, there's still you can still glean something from it. But like, for example, Antonioni, I think, is like a filmmaker that will always be impenetrable mm-hmm. to me. Like, right. I think I, I've tried. I've tried giving I've bought I've blind bought so many criterions of Antonioni movies. And I'm like around the time I tried to watch La note and I'm like, I don't this isn't hitting it for me. Like, um, you do have to figure that out. And of course, you know, there's on the other side of the coin. There is, you know, a tendency, especially in modern online discourse to liken the perceived morality of a movie with the perceived morality of the person who enjoys sure. the movie. And I think that's something that can be a little, like, uh, worrisome to me, where it's like, man, just let people, like, watch Trash if they want. Like, it's all associated because you now. watch yeah. you associate yeah. with the
1: filmmaker you associate with the fan base you associate with the moral it's all just like this like broad yeah. association that it's like people can't separate things anymore and it's very interesting to- LA Confidential
2: is one of my favorite movies that doesn't mean I like cops that doesn't mean I like sure. Spacey. Well, you like cops like come on Clint you like cops don't mm-hmm. don't I'll lie f- <laughs> you got me well you only say that because you see the giant badge, yeah that's right yeah. you matter do have a blue lives matter flag. matter flag in the background
0: what and you're wearing <laughs> it's-,
2: it's actually just a paw patrol fa- mm. flag um, it's a paw f- f- patrol patrol you're wearing a police
0: ago. uniform too um, it's,
2: really, it's a dead it's giveaway. very strange um yeah. I, I think I, know, I, was, I don't know why i wear this indoors and
0: yeah but <laughs> i do want to hold hope for like people who are 10 or five years younger than clay and i that it's not only it is, I, was is
2: say, it, I, ha- I have hope <laughs> for people who are 10 years old <laughs> To, i have uh, hope for brooklyn prince um totally yeah funny.
0: and it's like that they'll expand horizons in that film is that they're getting yeah. like the film loving bug just just like we did and it's not and it, it, they'll they'll just find other avenues right. i have hope i, I want to you know i want to think so but
2: yeah right and, and our goal as critics i think is to of course yes right just gonna, like yeah it's 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 also very difficult in like because I I feel like after having like taken some time off Twitter, I'm really trying not to like post as often mm-hmm. as I can. I'm like, I'm. I'm well, you've really been posting a
0: lot of blue lives like matter content. Yeah, this, you keep its doing concern. that. Yeah. That's <laughs> also true. That's also true. <laughs>
2: Uh, a lot of a lot of Joe Biden memes. Um, Let's go, Brandon. But, uh, but it's just a matter of like I just feel like especially film Twitter, like and Twitter in general, really trains us to be snarky, sure. race of yeah. assholes. Right. And I don't think that makes for the most welcoming environment. We for people, which is how <laughs> people get closed off and like th- think of critics as like right. these like you know very pretentious, like, in, that in
0: that in the, you know, uh, yeah. very
2: pretentious. Stoody. And when my my tack has always been. I'm not trying to like prove that I'm smarter than you. I just like, I've watched more movies. I have this extensive thing and I want to invite you <laughs> right. in to this cool thing that yeah, I right. like. Um, Cause I think that you're smart enough to get something out of it too. And it may not even be the same thing. I want to know what yeah. you're into right. and we can talk about it. Like that's the atmosphere that I try to cultivate at the spool and you know, in my online persona, like, like whatever I try to do, I just, I really think that, that we need to, cultivate that and like you know i'll get snarky about marvel Mm -hmm. or whatever but i mean like you know god forbid if someone watched shang chi and was like hmm i like this mandarin guy i wonder what's going on and i don't know if there's anyone did this but if if somehow that led to someone watching in the mood for love who wouldn't have i'm like yeah sure go shang chi no i mean listen
0: i found out about you know um chunking express because of quentin tarantino like it's it's fine to have people like shepherding you to like different avenues like film is all a tree and like you know there's all these different branches that like that sort of connect to to like different artists talking about different artists that they like and then you know it's and and same for critics you know
1: i think it's really interesting i don't know when we think about like online discourse and yes like twitter has become like toxic and how like everyone is like judging you for whatever you like or whatever you don't like and all that bullshit um Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking about, okay, how did I get into certain movies? How did I become a big Johnny Toe fan? How did I become like, yeah. uh, how did I become like watch 36 Chambers or whatever? Like, how do I not, not to like flex? These are movies that I mean, these are not bad, no, of course, but yeah. uh, Lame. how did I move beyond Marvel and Nolan into what I am now mm-hmm. where I, you know, right. and it's truly because of the people I surrounded myself with. It was Jack. And then through this podcast, I met Michael uh, Snydell uh and you know logan yeah. and kenny and these are who's people that who are, like, big i don't johnny know who toe these people fans. are i don't know yeah uh, right And yeah. uh, these are big johnny toe yeah, fans they're like you should know. watch johnny toe and i'm like all right i'll watch some johnny toe yeah. and it's mm-hmm. and it's truly like sometimes it's just that and simple, then like and toe like, you I, could
0: see like his other you know collaborators right. and it's like it's it really doesn't end at yeah at like a teen like teenage or you do reading and find yeah. out what
2: the influences are and yeah. you start watching those movies like it all branches up from there and so i want to be able to like Cultivate a space where, yeah, like we're not being dismissive about people because I think people are very insecure about mm-hmm. their tastes. I, I am. think, um, yeah. It's, but yeah, exactly. Like critics, especially, but also like the the normal people, like like everyday people, the civilians, if you were, <laughs> um, I think people can be insecure about their tastes. I think, um, you know, people who like are overly hostile to what they like. I think art can be personal. I think art shouldn't have to be that no. personal, but I think it just is inevitably for people. I think and maybe I people want to make more it
0: personal too much that it's that's it's like yeah, well, we absolutely. may sometimes put too much value in well it didn't like make me sob or something or like it didn't like have an emotional core where it's like mm-hmm. that's maybe not always the purpose or uh or it's not right, the intended right. so, intended vision to have like you know but something that we want going in yeah, yeah
2: exactly but, and so that's why you know why i'm always just I, I just feel like I'm trying to be yeah, kinder sure. about yeah. stuff online, you know, like I'll, I'll slag off like, you know, studios and people who are treating workers unfairly and abusive artists. Um, but I, you know, there's a certain sense to which, like, I, I know that I'm not going to get anyone into John Woo by, by calling them a Philistine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, it's just not going to happen. And so the, only, my end goal is like, I want as many people in the tent as possible. So like, you know, as long as they're not a creep, obviously. But like, (laughs) and the best way to do that is to meet meet people where they're at. To be like, okay, cool. You know, you like this movie? Great. Um, have you have you seen this? This is so cool. I think you would like this. Not, oh, you haven't seen this? Like, I don't know. I just think there's a there's a better way to do it. And um, I I I hope to try to cultivate it wherever. For sure. Yeah. Um. Anyway,
0: yeah, well, if you like the...
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about the most (laughs) (laughs) mean-spirited of, If you
0: you like the Florida Project, then you'll also like Pain and Gain, is what we're saying. Yeah. Pain and Gain. uh
4: My name is Daniel Lugo, and I want to make America a better place. If you're willing to do the work, you can have anything. That's what makes the USFA great.
1: You work hard, and what does life serve you? A shame sandwich with a side order of shit. <laughs> Don't be a don'ter. Do be a doer. I had a wife, two beautiful daughters. Thank God I left her. Now I'm with seven honeys of which I can choose from. Oh my
4: God, this guy understands me. Don't you think we deserve better?
1: As I do.
0: Mr. Dobo, are you currently using steroids? I think
1: they messed me up.
0: took a lot of balls to come in here.
1: More like Raisinets.
0: At least yours are chocolate covered Raisinets. Hey? Mm-hmm. Oh,
4: sorry. We're being kept down by people who cheated to get where they are. I got a plan to change that. We can't kidnap a guy and take his things. Sure we can. Victor Kershaw is a criminal prick who deserved bad shit to happen yeah. to him.
5: We go through with this. Nobody gets
4: hurt, right? Oh no, man. I watched a lot of movies, Paul. I know what I'm doing.
2: We're looking for merchandise to shock, incapacitate, and imprison our fellow man. Hit me! Eagle
4: is on the move. Neutralize the target. Asswipe! Did you get him? Where is he? There he is! You got the wrong BMW! That was an honest mistake! We thought it was the same car. It looks exactly the same! i to the club, like, what up? I got a big cock.
5: What the fuck do you want? You
4: knocked him out, man. What the fuck did you do that
1: for? Okay, I need to read the manual. You I don't need it anymore.
5: Uh, here, you yeah. take it. You guys have successfully acquired every asset you had. Thanks, buddy. It's all legal and binding, and they're enjoying it.
3: Woo! Give me my money back!
1: What do we do now?
4: Star 69. You want it? Have sex with me? What's with you, clown? Fast that cabbage patch! Alright, here's the
5: deal, little fella. I'm gonna headbutt you and knock you out.
4: you do something bad?
5: Yes! Maybe a little. They got my toe. You can see the bone. little buddy
4: you hungry what the hell are you doing on the ground That hurts. well it's supposed to hurt it's called pain and gain russ you don't be a little bitch don't eyeball me boy i see your mother driving up and down the street looking at me i'll be your stepfather about a week a
0: movie also you know it's like we bring up gen x filmmakers i suppose you could say Michael Bay's in that, isn't that group? Cause he, you know, he was a collaborator or collaborator or he was in the uh, same uh, class of uh, uh, David Fincher. Yeah. Right. Cause they, they worked at propaganda films together, like making um, uh, music videos and commercials along with like Spike Jones and Michelle Gondry. So like, it's kind of interesting that it's like,
2: he made the guy, of the course. God. Um, oh. yep.
0: And I think with Bay that there's really, I mean, we've, We've talked a whole bunch in our Transformers: Age of Extinction mm-hmm. episode, so I think it may this episode may be a whole lot of like we've we may have already said this, but you know, but um, yeah, and he is like one of those filmmakers continuing the 2010s that's like he is very 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 successful, but nobody really likes him
2: because I think especially much like Nicolas Cage is experiencing not to though definitely not to the same extent. There I think the early ages of the internet, like the late nineties, early two thousands, all the way through to like the early yeah, the early days of like meme culture, like we we picked our villains, right? right? We picked the people that we, we picked Battlefield Earth, we picked you know Nicolas Cage and the Wicker Man. And we definitely picked Michael Bay for those god awful Transformers movies. That ones that like I I maintain have like glimmers of things that are more interesting in them. But yeah, three is good. That's
1: up. what I will only say. I haven't seen the fifth one, but three is good, and that's it. <laughs>
2: as a Chicagoan, as a Chicagoan, I'll stand for three. I was we were we that was the first year in Chicago was when they filmed that. Um, and I my and Jared, my my co-host from Hollywood, uh, had a great story about wandering through downtown not knowing they were filming Transformers, mm. and like not knowing he'd walked onto the set. And there's like burning rubble everywhere and he's
1: like did he meet did optimus happen? prime did he meet, did you see optimus Prime? uh yeah he's really
2: nice he's
1: really he's not he's not like he seems not, like a cool, guy. Like yeah. like a cool guy at all yeah he, he doesn't have an
2: ego he, he didn't tell jared mm-hmm. that he wanted to kill him at all once um, i sure i just so i just like, like, really yeah, really so
0: hope jared I, was not like just stupid high when, when he walked on set oh <laughs> he would
2: not have been high um but uh but yeah um But I do think, you know, and again, Bay, I mean, I think is obviously the most, I think, quintessentially American of of these filmmakers. Maximalism. There is this pure, yeah, this maximalism, this kind of very like fetishizing of authority. Mm And loves
0: the and military the, uh, but hates the government 80s. you know it's like we sort of see signs he's, he's a the bat- maxim
2: readers art house director <laughs> yeah a little bit and i mean but there is but again i think there's been a bit of reclamation of sorts uh recently especially as like the generation of film critics who grew up on his stuff have like got sort of started to get over those just dis- that level of discomfort and sort of uncoupled themselves also from enjoying movies that a- as a way to project their own values right because michael bay like you know and maybe pain and gain is a weird exception i mean it's ugly but like in a purposeful way like michael bay um has a filmography that evinces a deep hatred of Mm -hmm. people um but i think there's something really interesting about that and i think he loves technology i think he loves he has a very specific sense of humor that i think has surprisingly matured i think like uh, going back to ambulance mm-hmm. like, you know ambulance one of the great movies of twenty twenty two that no one saw yeah, I saw it um yeah, yeah. I, exactly man already on already like, on VOD the, a few yeah. minutes in I'm like somebody bought somebody bought Michael Bay a drone for mm-hmm. Christmas right. and uh he is ready to use his new toy. <laughs> He's a filmmaker where it's like but, I mean, he
0: had, things... he clearly had a lot of ideas yeah. in lockdown where, where it's where it's like Wes Anderson yeah, is another no. person where it's like, you know, it's it's at least yeah. from that purpose to like have artists like conjure up new new meaning but
2: right but one thing that that i think th- one reason i really like pain and gain and, and i'm mm-hmm. attracted to it is that um i think it really disrupts and complicates a lot of prevailing narratives about michael bay about him being like a, an unself-aware filmmaker or like someone with like really noxious political values when like suddenly here he is using his same tool set for a 22 million dollar fargo riff that is still quintessentially in his style but also taking direct aim at the kind of people that people who normally hate michael bay thinks uh he idolizes right. you know what i mean like it's a it's a michael bay movie about making fun of people who watch michael bay movies and i think that's something really that's yeah, really smart that. um, and it's like
0: even this yeah. ends and the same also, as fargo where it's like you have like the uh the 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 authorities or the authority figure uh, like the um they're trying to ca- catch the criminals where it's like, well, all we need in life is just just the two of us where it's like it ends like so yeah. like dissimilarly from Fargo. And where it's like you have Ed Harris and he's like staring off into like this this big, like um, this open water. And... and
2: unlike Fargo, this is actually. <laughs> story, yeah, exactly. And the the final crawl really makes that clear where it's like, hey, we've all had a lot of great fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Laughing at all these crazy hijinks. Well, uh, guess what? Real people got hurt. Um, these are their faces. Uh, this is everything bad that happened to them. One of them's yeah. dead now. Uh, enjoy your movie. Go back to the parking if lot. If there's anything like, that that I reminds me really
0: of this of that. that we've also covered, it's the bling ring. Uh, but yeah. it's... another 2013. Yeah.
2: Movie. 2013 this was yeah. a, 2013 was a big year for movies about about the nature of American yeah. greed. Because my fir- my two favorite movies from that year are Pain and Gain and Spirit Yes Brazen. Yes Yes. And I think they have very similar sensibilities and aesthetics and and then alongside stuff like the bling ring and And the wolf of wall street Street, like it was a big year i think it was like it was it was enough it was enough years out from the housing crisis Mm -hmm. that like movies that were thought up immediately after the housing crisis got made got put out so i really think this is like a pre like presaging that big short era of like these are explainers of how like late stage american capitalism is just a fucking disease uh that is going to claim us all in the end and it's a because Mark Wahlberg and everybody else, they are sick in the head and their disease is the American mm-hmm. dream. Like, like that's their, that's sort of their mental illness is sort of buying so hard into this idea that because they are who they are, they are they're entitled to these yeah. things. They're entitled to these things. And, um, you know, they, cause they feel this sense of unease about like the haves and the have nots Right. And they're like, I'm sick of like treading water. And these are very relatable American impulses, but they take it to this fur this furthest extent because, of this incredible masculine roided up machismo that makes them feel like, you know, they have molded their, they, they are the ideal male specimens or the, the it's the ideal make body mm-hmm. um, uh, writ large. And uh, yeah. And, and at the same time, coupling it with like, an actually genuinely uh, interesting sense of humor. Cause I mean, like the, the guys who wrote this were the guys like Christopher Marks. Yeah. Wrote Feeley, right? most they, of the MCU of Marvel yeah. movies. Right. Which is odd. Yeah. And like, but it's really sharp and uh this is also like i mean marky marky mark is like a, a mid actor in the best of times but like there's something re- he's really well suited to this particular i think all three character. of them are something innately yeah, child like oh very much so this is one of dwayne johnson's last real like roles yeah. where he plays a character as opposed to just playing dwayne you know, johnson at, from yeah, fast yeah, yeah. sticks on playing dwayne johnson mm-hmm. the the brand yeah um,
0: i think i think actually yeah, no that yeah, is a like, good like, that is a good distinction not dwayne johnson the purpose and per, oh my god person yeah. but dwayne johnson the brand yeah. where it's like he's selling you himself not the movie and it's like that's yeah. so phony this is
2: not the rock that's trying to get you to download the rock clock Do you remember that <laughs> Oh app? yeah uh, yeah yeah Where he was like here's the, here download this app you're gonna follow me um, you know, I'll give you like affirmations in the morning, which is the same five ones recycled over and over. And your the default alarm is four o'clock. No, yeah. thank you. I'm uh sorry. Dwayne Johnson's
0: my favorite performance um, in this. Which, which we should probably go yeah. to assigning who each of us are. Mackie Johnson Wahlberg. Oh God. <laughs> no, no. <yeah.
2: laughs>
0: um, I call not you know. Mackie. Oh, uh, damn it, uh, that was fast. That, that,
2: that sounds like oh uh, yeah 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 anyway i'll do i'll do mark Wahlberg. <laughs> i feel like uh because i feel like he's so brave. I mean, he's the he's the dipshit ringleader of yeah. this band of like fools <laughs> yeah. who's just go like because he's going through this thing with like this incredible bravado but what i like about the best mark Wahlberg roles is that there's a childlike mm-hmm. nature to him it's the same as the yeah. other guys like there's just like this incredible when when his voice goes real high mm-hmm. you right. know and he's just kind of explaining stuff like this right. I, fi- I find it incredibly funny because there's something. Like low key pathetic about the way Mark Wahlberg talks that disrupts that sort of roided out persona, this alpha male uh, idea of himself that he's had uh, for most of his career. Now that he's like a weird, like right winger, like Christian evangelist guy who makes movies with Mel. Hey, that's Father Stu to
0: you. You cut that out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm Father Stu, bro. (laughs) Um, but uh, (laughs) say (laughs) say hi to Mary Magdalene for me. But um. Yeah, there's just something really, really interesting because, I mean, he's good at he's like a child who I mean, this is this is Michael Bay's death of a salesman. Let's be real, Um, where it's this it's this man who's trying to sell himself and others on an idea and it blowing up in his face tremendously, tragically. And he thinks um, he's doing the right thing. Or it's just like this.
0: This this makes perfect sense to him the entire time.
2: And that's what I love about the script, is that the script keeps us, well, it it doesn't keep us entirely centered in his perspective, but it does flit about with these other perspectives. And sometimes, you know, narration can be a lazy crutch, but I do feel like it's necessary here, um, where, uh, you know, we'll get narration from Marky Mark, we'll get narration from dwayne johnson we will get narration from like his russian girlfriend mm-hmm. in a quick aside or even ed harris is like the normal <laughs> person in this movie tony um, shalhoub even I has
1: narration
0: tony, yeah tony shalhoub, i was just gonna say tony shalhoub who's, who's great, great in this, in this. Yeah. he
2: plays such a delightful scumbag because that's sort of the essential um gist of it right it's just, it's this heist among terrible people towards terrible people who are so obnoxious that law enforcement won't help them right like that's the reason why they can get away with it is because the, their target they picked is such a prick that he cannot be asked to like engender any goodwill towards right. it at all. Um, like that's, that's sort of very, very mm-hmm. interesting. And again, it's all filtered through Bay's like Miami vice <laughs> oversaturated crazy style. It's like, so these, garish. These yeah. See the yeah. World. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so I really feel like you're getting into the minds of the characters Aesthetically, in a way that some of these films don't, because they commit. Because Bay commits wholeheartedly. Because I mean, again, like there's. I don't think Michael Bay de- like believes in coverage. Mm-hmm. He's just like
1: one of those guys who's like every shot is just going to be the so most shot. sexy. Move, move, gonna, move, move. You're Always move. move. The camera yeah. must move. You cannot have stationary the camera. Because yeah. I think low <laughs> angles, circling the characters. Yeah. I haven't
0: seen it, but from what I saw, or what, or from what I've like seen of Pearl Harbor. That's when he tried to do like more like holding shots longer and and sort of like yeah. more of a mature camera movements and I think it's just like once he's yeah. like okay, I'm not that filmmaker the follow-up to that was yeah. bad boys too right so it's like the complete opposite right. and then uh you know but i I think he knows who he is now and especially no, no, post ambulance no, no.
2: uh, yeah exactly like it's that's one of the interesting things about Bayes he's he is a man ensconced firmly in his wheelhouse, where like as you said, he tried to branch out with Pearl Harbor. He's like, hmm, maybe I can do more, and the answer is no, sir, you cannot. Um, and he's like, okay, okay, well, it's Bad Boys Two and Transformers for me, and I'm just gonna do that. That's gonna I'm gonna make that the most Michael Bay, and uh, from and but then the times he branches out are not times when he tries to elevate his style. It's when he uses that same sort of sensibility to tell these like smaller nastier stories like pain and gain like ambulance that are more indictments of the country that in most other movies he tends to valorize with like the troops and stuff i mean granted there's like a lot of stuff in here about like in an ambulance especially like it is a it is a an ode to the police and first responders like there's those lingering shots of like the to protect and serve on the side of the cop car i'm like oh brother but <laughs> It's one of those things where, like, you just – you get that yeah. Michael Bay does that, and it doesn't – that's yeah. who he is. That's who he is. Yes, He's we yes, yes. About it. Especially, like, uh, going like in like his he 50s now.
1: himself uh, a lot.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, and, and also, like, real sweet, quick thing about ambulance. Like, uh, I was talking to past future guests of the pod, looking Kenny, about it, and, and we kind of, like, uh, talked about ambulance and, like, you know, incoherent politics. Uh, we don't know what it's trying to say, but it, like <laughs> – doesn't matter at this point where it's just like we know that you can't
1: like you can't wrap your yeah sorry i just want to okay. say like because it's so interesting because i don't know i before i really got into his filmography i still haven't seen a lot of his films but like when i watch all the transformers watch ambulance the, you know re the rock and this all happened within like the last two years or whatever um and then i uh watch this and i'm just in i, I discuss him a lot with other people um not necessarily because just because he's just a very interesting figure in film and media and just mm-hmm. overall of how we connect politics to art because mm-hmm. he's just a very and also it's figure like that.
0: folks who aren't into film all that much will identify michael bay's style and it's like i think that's exactly. super interesting
1: yeah so there's a point but and i always and i always wrote, wrote him off as a right-wing filmmaker but it's not that easy in fucking mm-hmm. ambulance, these police with these like big ass fucking sniper rifle all, all, almost murder this guy and uh, almost murder them and basically get uh, the the EMT Isaac Gonzalez killed. And they don't. And they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's fine. We'll just like it, it, she'll be fine. This is a better this way." And the reasonable yeah. FBI agent's like, "No, no, you're gonna this is gonna this is gonna get her killed." Like, and of course. Mm-hmm. It, it, diverts at the last second but like they don't really care um right in this the cops are uh, depicted as like fucking fumbling idiots who are just like oh it sounds like you were doing drugs to me Mm -hmm. kid Mm -hmm. and like it it it, it, it's interesting and then he'll have moments where he'll he'll have like generals or people in like very high high stasis of power be like in in, uh, nincompoops Mm -hmm. or people who are uh, purposely obtuse and not like willing to listen to the average man or whatever like remember so the
0: like, depiction of the uh, officials broke you in age of extinction
1: age of extinction is one of the most politically insane films i've ever watched um i've it's about basically how heroes of you know he- heroes were hunted down by the american government and, sentenced and basically executed uh and how basically they're immigrants who have been demonized by america uh-huh. And then the in a military industrial complex uh, gets involved with the tech industry and feed off each other with their corporate greed. And at the end of the he, at the the end of the movie, the te, uh, tech mogul is the hero. It's Absolutely. the most bizarre fucking movie yeah. I've ever watched. Anyway,
0: um, but you said that yeah. you saw this just for this episode.
1: I yes, just, want, I just, I just thought perfect. we should
0: get this out of the way. Um, no, I also, also I did yeah. as well. Um, that Yeah, ambulance rips... So, in case anybody hasn't seen the episode, like Transformers, Clay and I saw them all, and recently no, saw I the, rock. Seen the fifth Oh, one. oh, oh that's true. You, you, that's you,
1: right.
2: You,
0: you. And
2: fun fact: uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction begins like the Tree of Life and ends like
0: Previous. exactly, and uh, a lot happens in between. It's interesting. Yeah, um,
2: but, where because Optimus Prime flies off into space to go kill God, <laughs>
0: um, and also there's like whispery narration throughout. Um, yeah, but no, and then I saw the rock recently which is very very good and pretty undeniable mm-hmm. as like a piece of action filmmaking no but
1: it's such a good movie that michael bay has his characters quote it in
0: a- <laughs> i was just i was just gonna say yeah that's true there are yeah, two yeah, yeah. And michael bay but references I, in the
1: first 15 minutes of that fucking yeah. movie it's insane yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's and it <laughs> kind
0: of like gives you the side i like are we we're doing okay we're doing this um <laughs> his ego must be
1: insane i can't even imagine mm-hmm. how oh, big uncle mike has. yeah
0: yes yeah. um but yeah and then pain and Gain. no this one is certainly like aside from the island like i think you, it's pretty easy to see that this is the oddity um that he just wanted to make like a tight like dark comedy thriller and uh, it made made it be right before our previously covered age of extinction
2: yeah, because I feel like this was him again trying to, like, he had done three Transformers mm-hmm. movies, and I'm like, I want to do something different. By the and,
0: way, uh, Clint, uh, this is him going. Which one ball. was, do you saw, you mentioned that you saw this in 2013?
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw because 2013 and 2014 were for me the years of movie pass, those <laughs> <gossimer> days. <laughs> we love when, when this comes you up. You could just, like, every, because, like, you could just yeah. go. You could just yeah. go. <laughs> and, like, I go to the Regal City North in Bucktown in in uh, in Chicago. Or around where i was living mm-hmm. and you could just like you could get the movie you could get one movie and then you could just sneak into the, a second screening and so like so many of my early like written reviews on like the Alka hollywood website for instance would just be those and i remember pain and gain was one of those and uh yeah it was it was a gossamer time and uh i will always treasure though that specific subset of movies mm-hmm. <laughs> it's why i've written defense pieces of after earth for that's I just feel like there's a special connection I have to those. And yeah, so pain game, like I saw it right away. I, th- I thought it was really, really interesting. Um, it felt like such a curveball for Bay where his politics were especially incoherent, mm-hmm. but like um in a in a way that he he f- it was an equal opportunity, sort of level of disdain for almost everyone except for maybe Ed Harris. Um, where I was just watching this nasty, ugly, unrepentant movie. Yeah, because Michael Bay hates people. Absolutely so loathed. It yeah, fits yeah. him well. Because it had such contempt for its characters. Like, like all of his characters are losers, but like they think they're the coolest, slickest con artists mm-hmm. ever. Everyone has this incredibly unearned confidence, and it blows up in their face every single time, especially um, Victor Kershaw. And there's just something so nasty about it that i can't like it felt like a mike judge movie like <laughs> yeah, uh ex- you know yeah. in terms of it's like the pure disdain for his targets um except his target is everybody <laughs> his um, target is the state um, of florida and it's all just yeah. ant- <laughs> his target is the entire state of florida it's a movie in- populated entirely by florida mm-hmm. guys and you can't look away it's just like because it also it just has that incredible speed that uh, the best Michael Bay movies have, Um, you know, Transformers movies notwithstanding, because those can be pretty bloated, but like this one flits by, I mean, it's like two hours, 10, but it's still like, it it exists in a pure state of montage, Mm -hmm. I think half the time. Um, And again, just such thoroughly um, well-drawn comedic antagonists. Daniel Lugo, this incredibly slick huckster who. Whose um, ego is bigger than his deltoids, and uh, who who he thinks he's the smartest guy in the world, but gets taken in so easily by Ken Zhang's self help <laughs> yeah. guru, who's just repurposing Alcoholics Anonymous mm-hmm. slogans for rubes. Um, and man, and then like you know, there's Adrian Doorball who oh God. like is, you know I, Anthony Mackey's good in this, but like he he's sort of the least served. Yeah. I think his whole deal is that like, oh, I'm taking steroids and I'm yeah. and And it's like know, the relationship like, between
0: like, Rebel like Wilson Mac is Girl, so. like you know it's it 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 feels it feels yeah. like it's it's
2: what a comedic mind perfectly suited to michael bay's sensibilities <laughs> right? though like, that's true like, rabbit wilson yeah. is the perfect michael bay yeah and i know it's like it's just as nasty and yes kind of that's that's very very true it's and like, i think a lot of stop. people
0: will say about her is like she was just in so much throughout the decade where it's like she just needed to like take a breather and it's like it's it's interesting like to catch her in 2013 where it's like like pitch perfect's taken off and yeah. such but um like it's a but um I think yeah, I think I think with this, it's
2: definitely one of those things where her dialogue all absolutely, and I
0: think this is absolutely a part of the movie that it's like you kind of can see like there's creative liberty being taken uh, with some of the relationship, Mm and it's like I think I know that was like kind of a controversy at the time that I saw that sometimes people will be like this was like um, fictitious and this wasn't. I don't know. It's not that bothersome to me. I'm just like you can't like fake it all, or it's like you can't like. You have to dramatize yeah. sometimes in order to like um, tell a, tell thing a good that story. Bothers but...
2: me ever so slightly is just the knowledge that I think the people involved weren't super sure. happy about yeah, the movie yeah. coming out. Um, so that that's something that sort of gives me pause. But I do think there's like a, a different mm-hmm.
1: conversation about like the ethics of... if it's
0: exploitation. True story yeah, film I, yeah.
1: I think this movie yeah. is
0: if there's anything that possible. you can compare to that that came out of the decade, it's Titania. I think that comes to mind. Yeah,
1: right, but you were people right. died uh and I, yeah, like <laughs> that's true okay. i that's true. i loved this movie yeah. um i want to be uh-huh. very clear when i say that Um, i think spring yeah. breakers yeah this is movie's really really good yeah I, I think it's the best bay film i've seen um yeah. spring breakers is a very interesting comparison um because i also i have been quoted on saying that's one of the most american movies ever made it is just just purely yeah. american and almost every sense yeah. it's just
0: one of my all-time favorites everything about
1: it this movie is also i was i watching it oh this is one of the most american movies ever made if you look at the fucking letterbox poster it's a american flag behind the rock and mark Wahlberg.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
2: there are american flags conspicuously in the background of so many Mm -hmm. shots like michael bay's not a subtle filmmaker which like very very
0: evident that he's coming from commercials too where it's like that has such a different visual language than film does and like that both films
1: take place in florida uh, that's also an interesting because I think Florida is tip is the state of American maximalism and true chaos and thrives off of capitalism's worst instincts and truly and ha- is culturally fucked in a lot of ways when it comes to just oh I don't know its view of guns, uh drugs, uh, just overall you know everything uh, is Florida's uh, well there's a lot of cool places in Florida, but it's also just a very crazy fucking state that truly represents the worst and best American has to offer. Mm -hmm. Um but the thing with what was my original point? Um this movie, the reason why it's so good is because it's really fucking mean. And through that meanness, yeah, unfortunately Michael Bay makes a pretty like just I I just read on some of the like the facts and stuff. The insane the amount of liberties he takes is pretty nuts like there's it's it there's also a lot true much.
0: and it feels like i don't know 70 30 true but fictitious. even if
1: the stuff even if the stuff is true it, it happens in a completely different context almost. sure yeah um yeah. like it, 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 the, the point like the rock is a mix of like three or four guys mm-hmm. um none of them really look like each other uh like the whole there's a whole section of the movie where uh, fucking uh rock the rocket's just, um toe blown off in this huge like yeah. none of that happened start Not grilling the, but like grilling that. the
0: hands like that that actually happened i guess
1: but see that with, also been freezing and saying this is still a true story yeah. but yeah. that also happened in a different context like that was that what like yeah. it, it happened but it was also in a different way so it's like it's interesting um i do think like just the how it depicts the people who actually died is kind of fucked like they're like like they're hilarious and they're like you know like kind of mm-hmm. dumb idiots or whatever and that's uh, also based like,
0: like ju- i mean you you gotta i mean it's not an excuse but you could also be like that's just this juvenile like sense of humor and, I, and that's
1: why uh, i love the movie it's a good it, yeah it, right 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 yeah but it's ethically fucked it's an ethically mm-hmm. fucked movie um it's because mm-hmm. it's so mean it's one of those things he's commit everyone commits so fucking hard which makes the best movie but it also makes the most ethically fucked movie you can sure make sure in this context <laughs> Uh, that's why yeah, it's yeah. it's
2: it's funny so American.
1: It's just I don't know. It's such a perfect yeah. metaphor for everything, yeah. whether it be Bay's filmography, Bay's interests, America, capitalism, yeah. all of it. It's just and, all and it's also nice I guess a nice little bow.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we can get into this later, maybe. But it's like I think Bay, Mackie, Wahlberg, Johnson are all at this point in their careers where it's like this can't be made a nearly a decade later. I no. th- yeah, we can't no. do
2: this again. The only time this can't, made, can't be made well, by
0: also Paramount. Weird i think this will like you know
2: yeah <laughs> this is like right after the avengers yeah right so like i feel like this is like sort of the last gasp of them avengers is
0: 2012 like stuff. yeah
2: yeah 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 and this is 2013 mm-hmm. um and so yeah it, you know going back to the spring breakers pain and gain comparison and sort of the the ethics or at least like the the sensibilities of both films um, I do think it's very interesting that I don't think we ever have to make a Grand Theft Auto movie because we made two great Grand Theft Auto adaptations <laughs> in 2013 and they were spring breakers in Pain mm-hmm. and game like because I think painting game especially has that juvenile so right and that's a good point though because like Grand Theft
0: Auto was also 2013, 2013 at least the fifth one yeah
2: yeah, God, yeah we're yeah, old right. isn't it weird that we haven't had a new Grand Theft Auto game yeah, since yeah. then they're just like yeah um, we're good but um you know. <laughs> yeah. exactly um, but then also, yeah, again, going back to Dwayne Johnson, like who, again, at this point is just sort of a shadow mm-hmm. of himself. Like this is know, the, also the is first time that we are band.
0: talking about him, so it's yeah, so it's like we haven't really discussed much. But no, he's like such a right. big part of the 2010s, and just like someone who is always headlining, especially the later part of it. Uh, different action films that are not connected to any other franchise. But cut you off there. But this is
2: the kind of character that modern Dwayne Johnson would never play. Yeah would never ever 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 play mm-hmm. a, a like a filthy raunchy evil r-rated <laughs> swearing homophobic christian he uh, kills people just bodybuilding murderer right, right. he murders people without a second thought but oh my it's god it's hysterical what showcased for yeah. dwayne johnson's deadpan yeah. talents yeah. like what, what is the nickname he calls kershaw what is the oh, oh pepe, pepe. It's like, oh something pepe, yeah, pepe. it's el dad <laughs> like just, yeah. in, just incredible commitment—the stone-faced commitment <laughs> he can give these words. Sometimes God just fucks up your yeah. order, and you got to chow down on that shitty shame sandwich. I mean, that's Daniel Lugo. But right. um, oh, oh, I'm looking at a lot of homo yeah. stuff right now. God gave cool. me lot, God gave
0: like, me so many gifts, and one of them is knocking you the fuck out. Like, what? you would never say that. Right.
2: <laughs> like, but like the scene in the sex shop—like, it oh at God. once. Like, the joke is also that. Like, is is Michael Bay is also. A fairly homophobic filmmaker, mm-hmm. but also the fact that the character is openly, unapologetically homophobic circles around to making it right. fun, <laughs> like like we're laughing at Paul Doyle being freaked yeah. out about all the quote unquote homo stuff,
1: and like, he's supposed to be this accepting, you know, God like I accept Jesus. In my <laughs> he, found, he found he found God in
0: prison. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's right. Million dollars. I'm supposed to yeah, accept like, everyone. I and then it, the thing is like, oh, but I don't like gay people. It's like, what, yeah. it's interesting, that's the thing with Bay, and that's why I think he has, I mean, this is like a reclamation, pro- I don't know, reclamation, people are reevaluating him, people in our circle, people, like, film fans, yeah. people who have this language and this vocabulary, I'm not saying Bay's great or anything, I don't, like, those, like, three of those Transformer movies, I haven't seen the fifth one, like, suck ass, um, and yeah. he's just, and he, I don't like him as a person either, mm-hmm. but you can't deny how fucking interesting he is. And I think that's the reason why people, I don't think people really defend him or anything. I, I've never really seen that. And I think pe- that's a bad faith argument, to yeah. be honest, cause I, or like a straw man, because it's like, I don't think anyone's just like, Michael Bay's a great guy. No one's sure. Yeah. Right. It's what I think people are arguing is that I'm not saying he's great or anything, but watch that movie and say that that's not fucking interesting. I do and think like it is some, also and it's an, those contradictions that make him so exactly. weird, I,
0: Yeah, know? I think but, it is also an interesting yeah. narrative that Clint brought up. He was once like the main punching bag that people go to be like, yeah. what a hack.
2: The lazy right, like, right, girl right, right. Like,
0: you, like, look like at the, all the explosions. Like. Look at the women, uh, like the, uh, the female. Uh, it's mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayhem, like, yeah. and th- all those things are very true and still very, I mean, th- even carried into ambulance but
1: still it's like everyone's but, criticisms are correct but it's also wrong. Oh, it's all it's, oh, like, it's all wrong
0: right right it's it, it's fascinating um
2: well and also you know considering the way the film's land, landscape has changed since he was mm-hmm. big like now we're rooting for ambulance <laughs> as like an underdog 40 million dollar action movie that isn't tied to a franchise. granted it was very strange like, for Lionsgate to put it, it out scary. in april
0: like this should should be like dead of yeah. summer and you know but
2: because he used to be a sure yeah. bet. He used to be a yeah. sure bet. And now in a post-COVID, post-Marvel landscape where people are not going to the movie theater unless it's a mm-hmm. sure thing, unless it's something that's based on a comic book character they like or is tied to an existing universe they or their kids are invested in, um, it's a hard sell. And I also think there's sort of a calcification of like our collective cultural disdain for Michael Bay. Where like you know, I think enough people are listening to the internet at this point for good or for ill that uh, even everyday moviegoers are like, oh, Michael Bay, Pete. You (laughs) right around the time when like film film geek weirdos like us are like, no, he's good now. Yeah, he's interesting. Just take a look at it. Um, and then and so like things like Pain and Gain and Ambulance feel like at once outliers and quintessential Bay movies because they they strip him of all of the big-budget blockbusterness of It's it. almost like, like you need
0: to get Transformers easy. out of his system. Yeah.
2: yeah. These are his personal projects. Yeah. Like <laughs> this, friends. Michael Bay is the kind <laughs> of filmmaker for whom driving a drone <laughs> under a jumping police car is his passion project.
0: <laughs> this is his Belfast. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? This
2: is... <laughs> this is his Belfast. This is his Dunker, And, like, it's, you know, like, there's something so interesting about yeah. that. Yeah. And I can't look away from it. Yeah. I don't know. There's a there's a I maintain there's a reason two of his films are in the Criterion Collection. They sure right? are. Yeah. Um, yeah. They sure are. And like the essay I think for one of them is just on from his like film school teacher who was just like, "Man, he's just an interesting." <laughs> yeah, person, right, right, right. You know. Like it's just there's not a lot of filmmakers for whom the everyday movie watcher can identify their visual mm-hmm. style, you know what I mean? And I think that's
1: for nothing else, for no other reason that's remarkable.
2: I think Um,
1: another thing about him and why he's so interesting, why I mean, he is an auteur, and anyone ever argues differently is a fucking idiot. And I don't, and I don't think anyone will because it's so, it's a plain, it's just a fact. He's an auteur. Mm -hmm. He is so just earnestly himself. There's no, he doesn't give you anything else. It's him. It is Michael fucking. There's no compromise. No, I mean, like maybe in his like early earlier films, because you know, like you know, The Rock or Bad Boy. I mean people argue that his like Bruckheimer stuff right path. exactly yeah. that's like his relationship to Bruckheimer and then he gets into mm-hmm. his like you know th- like there's a reason bad boy and bad boys too is just like complete like it's just like yeah. jumping the yeah, fucking shark
0: i think i think it's also interesting though like with both bad boys it's like you get um the rock armageddon and pearl harbor in between those i think like you we- and also you could see like the budget's like slowly expanding um yeah. and then like post pearl mm-hmm. harbor it's like he just like you needs to take it take it down but then like taking it down for Bay is like releasing some demons of like the worst right. that humanity has to yeah. offer and uh you know
1: i so yeah. I, I think it's just it's interesting i feel like we get people or like directors who i don't know sometimes don't embrace their inner selves like oh i don't want to like i don't want to mm-hmm. indulge myself too much i want to make something different i want to change my brand i want to Try this other genre, and a lot of that's fine. I'm not saying don't do that, but I do think that there's just not filmmaker, and this is probably due to the industry and filmmakers having less of a say in general because of just budgetary reasons and how they're not the driving force anymore. Um, mm-hmm. They, they're like you know Wes Anderson, obviously Tarantino. There's these guys who are just like this mm-hmm. is who I am. Either like it or don't. Um, and Bay does that, but in the blockbuster format i think that's very interesting i don't think many directors do that nolan is maybe the only one but like even but thing with nolan is like i don't know who's going to really disagree with him on like certain things because like even like some of his like tenant is like maybe the only one where you're just like how did anyone let him do this everything else is just kind of like yeah i would see why studio exec would be like yeah that's right that's a good idea he isn't doing something fucking nuts not really Mm -hmm.
0: and Um, nolan is also a fan of bay that i that i saw in an interview um I think that makes that makes sense. Just like, you know, if you right. didn't have the Bayhem in the Nolan depiction of action sequences, you can you can definitely see it,
2: right? And yeah, I feel like Nolan probably envies Bay's command of action mm-hmm.
1: uh, because I think Certainly. the way Nolan stages action can be some one of his biggest liabilities, yeah. especially like in the Batman. I think yeah. the best action thing he's ever done is probably the um, the Dark Knight in where the like the I forget what they call it the bat pod, the his like motorcycle. oh, yeah, and how it basically like goes under the truck and flips it over. Um, yeah, and that's but that's that's also Bayhem. There's a lot of dynamic camera movements. Mm-hmm. It's not really staying still that much. Mm-hmm. um, it's cutting a decent amount, and it's just like it's like these wide open spaces with this grand scale uh, and it's like in this like in the middle of like the city uh, and I, I think that's the mo- that's the most he gets when it comes to his he indulges in some Bayham, but it's, and that, but, and I like that scene quite a, quite a bit, but that's not, but that to compare it to anything Michael Bay's ever done is kind of silly. Um, but it, I, I think yeah. those are the moments where it shines, but what I'm trying to say with the whole indulgence thing of directors indulging themselves, um, Tony Scott, I feel like is very much of the ilk. God mm-hmm. rest in peace, one of my favorite <laughs> of course. filmmakers yeah. ever. Yeah, he embraced who the yeah. fuck he was, and he made some great fucking movies because of
0: it. And of course, like clearly, um, Bay was inspired by Tony as well. Like,
1: of course, think like, it's pretty well, pretty obvious. The, Bru- yeah. the yeah. Bruckheimer uh, gang. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I I really the Brucky bunch. Yeah, I, just some of my favorite dudes. Um, but I really do yeah. think <laughs> uh, that it, it's just a, it's. I think that's why everyone won fucking ambulance, man. I think that's why everyone had the ambulance fever. It's just, guys, finally, we can just yeah, sit so. down and be and like hand everything off to the filmmaker and let them do what they want. We can sit down and yeah. let the filmmaker take us on a ride. That's why people like Shyamalan again. I think again. we allow... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We, we went to th- the th- beach. I think we allow ourselves a lot more license for films
2: to be openly dumb. Um, without it without watching it and feeling guilty that we feel like that reflects on our own tastes and personalities no. like no you can watch a dumb movie that like is stylish and fun like it's okay it's okay to do that especially if it's doing interesting things visually that you can talk about like there is just you know I think there's a ironically like a lack of pretentiousness when it comes to that kind of right. stuff you know I think we've gotten past the because we had that vulgar auteurism sort of uh, phase in the early mid 2010s. Uh, and I think there was a, a, a usefulness to that a utility for it. Um, but I, now I think we don't need the pretensions of, <laughs> around it, too, where it's sort of like, you know, it's we're able to we're able to just like have a little. more I, I, And I, I say this uh, fully recognizing that I feel like I said the complete opposite at the beginning of, the com- of this conversation. I feel like there's a little bit more chill. Uh, when it comes to that where it's like it's it's 100 percent fine like if, if anything in these like horrible times like that this is our level of escape where you know we can watch something that's visually interesting and visually dynamic and showing us things that we haven't seen before and isn't just warmed over pastiches of things that have come before right. tied to existing franchises um and i think you know in a world where our options for that are increasingly limited watching something like ambulance or even michael or even pain and gain a michael bay movie made for like next to nothing for like indie movie wages yeah. um that is like incredibly justifiably caustic about the ties between american exceptionalism and the cult of self-improvement and how, how those things can collide and create some really ugly shit i think is a really really cool really really interesting even even amongst or even because of Bay's own contradictions as a filmmaker and as a person.
1: Yeah. God. What yeah. a guy.
2: What a guy. <laughs> what a what a, <laughs> what a
0: It only took us like when we, you know uh, Bad Boys was 95, it only took us this long to recognize like there's a director there. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I I exactly. find it very very funny that Mark Wahlberg wanted to be as tan as possible. So he got a full body oh, fake tan every yeah. week for filming
1: Mar- and
0: Mar- it's fascinating.
2: Which which works for the characters. And, but yeah, because that's so a
0: very much, much a Daniel Lugo thing to do. That's just like, I, <laughs> I need to like yeah. present myself in order to make all this money. And it's like, oh, I know. I'll just like, I'll, I'll steal it all from a client um, because that's what America values, right? It, like America values hard work in like ethic and uh it's things
2: that daniel thinks he has it yeah. started america was just a handful of scrawny <laughs> colonies now it's the most buff pumped up country right. on the planet and it's so tied to like his own ego and his own feelings of self-worth yeah. and actualization through like the bodybuilding yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he ties yeah. that to america and, and not unjustifiably mm-hmm. so like we are a country that like thrives on bigness and more and and greater and and more more excess and um this is what happens when that we take that to its furthest like what is the rich business who
0: is who is the rich tycoon that you see out and about it he's going to be doing like pull-ups at gold's gym like that's what i guess like that if like fincher to go back a little bit now if he sees like the american tycoon now as mark zuckerberg i guess that's like this is michael bay's Social network? No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's, this yeah. this is Bay being like. This is definitely Michael Bay. This is guy. my like, I mean, absolutely I, you know. and, I think this is what he sees as like, the people who are like trying to make it. If it's not like a tech billionaire, if it's like, or I guess like granted maybe not so much because like this is, the mid '90s. But I guess I guess it's like. These are the people who I like, think this want is to this crack achieve. at the temporarily yeah. embarrassed. Yeah, behavior. yeah, yeah. You
2: know that idea of like the working class person who like is just fed up with like you know not wanting, and not having what the other folks have, but like trying to take incredible shortcuts mm-hmm. because that's all we know how to do in America is, is shortcuts. Yeah, Very quick. shortcuts are yeah, encouraged. People, heist
1: people. Yeah. yeah. Depending yeah. on who you are, and, like, I the suppose only like only people yeah. who are rich have to be assholes to get rich. Right? Like mm-hmm. they either have to be like morally yeah. fucked or like super raging dicks um or if you can get it no matter how you get it if you got it you deserve Mm -hmm. it
2: you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you aren't like daniel lugo after he gets it like after he gets all that money he like he he feels justified like Mm -hmm. there's no remorse there's nothing like they don't even Um,
0: give a second thought to the police catching them it's only until they realize that Crenshaw has survived running his head over and yeah, and they oh yeah. and I, I um i can't recall if this happens hey, that, in the film but like
2: it get... feels like a stand-up of everything of the kind of bae, scene bay would do straight yeah absolutely movie. like we get the slow motion walking away from the explosion <laughs> but like the but dwayne johnson flinches yeah. like that shot alone feels more self-reflexive and, than anything else in this film and i just love how I... they get
0: dressed up in this in the in the uh the gowns for when they get when they enter the hospital yeah. but it's like they can't find the icu yeah. <laughs> so they just leave and it's just yeah. great
1: meat and potatoes fox. yeah i have exactly I three really, really people good. i want to interview for this movie i want to sit them down i want to put them to a polygraph yeah. test and I want we'll give to you an hour in the eye yeah and tell them and give me the honest fucking truth and those three people are michael bay mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. and Dwayne the rock johnson anthony Mackey i think is self-aware enough i need to ask those three mm-hmm. What
0: the something fuck? I I learned when researching some. Sorry, uh, Mackey went to Juilliard. I just had no idea. Oh enough. yeah, he's
1: a classically oh, yeah. trained actor. Yeah. Um, he's like yeah. mentored other. Like, I think he knows what he's doing. I'm not worried about Anthony Mackie. I think he has like a self awareness in the role. Did I he have he, the
0: career that he was supposed to?
1: Eh, who who does nowadays? I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe. No, I was he's thinking
0: about that though. It's just like this is the yeah, first time they're I mean, also yeah, covering you know, Mackey. Eight Mile to uh, Walker yeah.
1: to. Mar- because there's nothing really mu- there's not much between hartlocker and marvel i mean he tries mm. a spike lee movie that's one of spike's like worst failures mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah she hate me. she hate me and now he does yeah. a bunch of uh warmed over netflix originals, right with frank grillo
2: yeah love to frank grillo but yeah, with frank- yeah. i mean but, but yeah. and but right because the next year is doing... winter soldier yeah that's right yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he did like outside the wire where he's like some robot soldier, and I'm like, man, this this definitely this is the first movie that I was like Netflix movie. I was like, oh, this was yeah. A, now he like, films his movies
1: opera, like, uh, exclusively in the uh, Eastern Europe or whatever, <laughs> like or wherever they make those movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's that or crazy. Atlanta. Yeah. But I mean, but going back to sort of what you were what you were driving at, Clay, about like you know trying to figure out how much how much self awareness they had.
1: I think I imagine it was what yeah. No, that's before. yeah. It's like because um, Mark. <sighs> I don't know. It's like, this is Mark Wahlberg. This is who he is. This is all of his isms. Yeah. But he's so committed that I'm like, mm-hmm. do you understand what you're doing? Like, I, I, It's almost like, no matter how dumb we think he is, I, it's hard for me to believe to not, uh, for me, it's hard for me to believe that he didn't understand what he was poking at. Same with <laughs> The Rock. Right. right. Uh, and I think The Rock's smarter than Mark Wahlberg, because I think a lot of people are smarter than Mark Wahlberg. Um, But yeah. I, I just it, they must know what they're doing. They can't be this stupid. But if they know what they're doing, they understand what kind of like kind of not disgusting people they they are, but how like how fake they are. Right. You know what, what right. I mean? They have to come to terms with themselves if they're going to commit this fucking or hard
2: If I think the money insulates them from that, I proof. guess that's true. Like.
0: So. If they're going to be more yeah. self aware, they would maybe seek out things more like this, or they would do more comedies like this. If they're not going to be so such an know. intelligence, group, well, the Rock possibly.
1: tries sometimes. I mean, I think I think
2: I he's guess. I think Mark I think Wahlberg shows glimmers of it in the other guys. Sure, mm, uh, yeah. sure. I think there's a certain
0: yeah. Other I've guys we should also for... mention that yeah, that was I... 2010, I believe. Um,
1: no, it was 2012. Right? Uh, was oh, was it? Oh, oh that's like a... that? yeah. One oh gosh. But this
0: is Clint says 2011. This is, this yeah. Is far so... from, I guess that's m, far, far Cry from Max Payne. <laughs> right. Oh gosh.
1: No, you're right, Jack. 2010. 2010. I said 2012. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like I, I still think there's a sense of, uh, and I, also I, I guess sort of my overriding
1: response to that is like
2: I don't know if it matters.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't matter order. for the movie. But I'm no, I know, I'm I know. so curious because I think those three figures are so interesting. Oh, yeah. I think in like mm-hmm. The Rock, it's
0: a lot. In, it's a we, lot of ego. You mentioned the, I'm sure you mentioned on set, other, like that was a lot of ego. Yes.
1: Right. The, you mentioned <laughs> yeah. The Rock in 2010. He's in the other guys. He's playing another That's self-reflective right. yeah. version mm-hmm. of himself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: That's true.
1: I think he knows. I mean, he's, he's, he
2: comes from wrestling. He knows kayfabe. Like, mm-hmm. he, he absolutely yeah. knows. It's just, I think the the thing with him and Wahlberg now is that I think in a post-Marvel world, in a world of franchises where it doesn't pay to have, to take many chances mm-hmm. like this, um, I think they're, they're, they're very comfortable in their blockbuster uh, bailiwicks where Dwayne Johnson's comfortable cranking out. Dwayne Johnson roles for the rest of his career um you know he's he's now free from the fast i was Avengers just gonna say nine after vin has alienated him i was i mean
1: as he's alienating everyone yeah seriously
0: him. like neither of them have a franchise though so i, I mean that's yeah, that's also interesting yeah. jungle Ooh, yeah. well
1: he's gonna do fucking uh, jungle cruise and then black adam like oh right fucking, black adam yeah, yeah that's right he's gonna do he's joining the DC
0: Blatt'em.
2: thing yeah. bladdam <laughs> having some bladham troubles
1: Um, (laughs) why are you taking what what are you taking i'm taking some i'm taking some uh, xanax i got a my bladham it's just not it's not doing well yeah
0: your bladham what the hell is that black adam oh okay
2: (laughs) oh okay weird uh and i guess you know mark Wahlberg maybe was
1: hoping for a franchise with like uncharted sure i don't know oh yeah now he's gonna do christian movies or whatever the fuck he like lately said that from now on i'm gonna focus on faith-based content and i'm like fine, Mark. Yeah, why don't you try apologizing to this <laughs> Right, kind of it's like up. it's so interesting, because it's like, oh, yeah. I guess you're, and yeah. also he did, like, Meet Joe Bell, like, he's so, like, he, his brand is uh,
0: excuse you, yeah. just Joe Bell. They changed it. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: No, does he meet yeah. Joe.
0: Well, yeah. were, you were, you, maybe Meet I Joe Black. Meet I was Joe just gonna China say, oh. yeah, like, <laughs> that could but be. Yeah. Joe...
2: Now I want to see Mark Wahlberg get, like, hit by the car. Yeah, yeah, like bounce Wait, is the, wasn't, or no, I want to see Marky, I want to see Marky Mark attempt to make That's what I want. Oh, Chad
0: gosh. Hanks 2.0. Oh, oh my god. Uh, yeah. Well wasn't the yeah, original
2: that would truly
1: be a white boy <laughs> summer.
0: I think the original title was Meet or Good Joe Bell.
1: Okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it was Good yeah. Joe It's just
0: it's just fascinating where it's just like the movie that was like mildly received okay at Toronto, then it's like the next spring, it was like, I got it. Let's change the name. And it's like, it just did no better. It was <laughs> like, what?
2: Yeah, yeah that's one of the interesting things now like about running a website who like that covers festivals is one thing i keep forgetting about is that, like oh movies will have different titles so weird festival and like when it comes out yeah so like i'll have to like go in and change the title yeah. for someone's review uh, <laughs> by the time it goes out like there was a movie like a spy movie with rachel brosnahan and benedict Cumberland, yeah so it was called like iron bark at sundance and then they changed it to like the courier yeah and, like, oh, okay great whatever <laughs> I guess we weren't going to click on iron bar. um
0: do you guys want to hear uh, about how much weight everyone bulked up for this
1: absolutely yeah so did michael bay, give me the how gains. much <laughs> how much did michael bay gains, get?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. the gains went like this dwayne johnson uh Five went pounds. up to 300 <laughs> one pound uh 300 he, he went up to 300 uh and then mark Wahlberg was 212 and uh mackie I like,
2: I like to think doing johnson asked michael bay like how 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 big do you want me to be and he's like oh right, you know try 300 and he meant watch the movie 300 <laughs> to see what really kind awesome. of shape you wanted to be in he's That's, like no yeah. okay i gotta get the exact awesome, of money. Right? <laughs> yeah. um real gift of the magi yeah, situation
0: the the jerry b diet and then yeah mackie and Wahlberg just went on the uh the same amount of weight and it's like you can kind of tell that they have like similar physiques, and oh, Dwayne yeah, Johnson very doesn't same look they're like... they are like around the
1: same height, too. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Dwayne... Mackie doesn't have um, Wahlberg's like, Tiny T-Rex on his <laughs> yeah. But God bless. God bless. Like, I don't know. There's just also something about you know the like michael bay's use of uh of slow motion yeah especially in the beginning That makes. and it also when the amp,
0: kershaw was just... like tasered and it's like there that there's like that iconic shot of like when oh, the, it's like the, goes in the, the forehead spit. The spit yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh it's incredible you know but even like when he's getting hit uh by the car uh at the beginning and end like just that, oh, that moment yeah. where he's just like airborne <laughs> he's floating in air like a fucking angel yeah um before <laughs> collapsing on the hood of a car Yeah, it's 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 just I don't know. It's so fun. It's one of his most genuinely funny movies. Mm -hmm. Um, in a in a career where the humor has not always, if ever, worked exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially in the Transformers movies, but yeah, I don't know. There's just a a, I don't know. It's it's interesting to see Michael Bay do farce. Yeah, and when he's good
1: at it, he's great Mm -hmm. at it. I don't know. There's something really valuable about that. Yeah. Um, Pain and gain. I. And I'm lo- I was just looking at the Rock's filmography because this is the first time we are talking to Rock. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting to me that, like, the only times he even really tries to go out of his comfort zone. It, it, and mm-hmm. it's like the a tiny a bit like adjustment so jumanji he plays technically like, like a kid version of himself so it's it's a kind of yeah. it's he's kinda... it's still a play on his persona, right but yeah and central intelligence he plays like kind of a dummy or whatever and that's but mm-hmm. besides that it's all straight down the middle and but Jumanji is yeah. one of his more successful projects, kind of by far, because like Rampage did didn't really, I don't think, did that well. Skyscraper. Once
2: Dwayne Johnson realized,
1: oh, I could just do all my movies in the jungle. Right. Skyscra- <laughs> Skyscraper. Skyscraper <laughs> was a flaw- like, it, it, it's funny. Yeah. America has kind of also kind of rejected his. I was just gonna say persona.
0: I've never met anyone who's like, I'm I am a Dwayne Johnson super fan. Like, are there gonna be? People who are like maybe even younger than we are, who are like that's or is like Dwayne Johnson there, Schwarzenegger or Stallone.
2: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I know we were all agog for Dwayne Johnson in the early days when he was really mm. like sort of post to be cool. Sure, like uh, and I think and obviously we were
1: all jazzed for Fast Five.
2: Post to be
0: cool, he's great. Very fast um,
1: Five, he's legitimately for, good yeah. in Fast Five. Like yeah, yeah. It, like people will it, point it, to it,
0: Southland Tales. Like
1: he is the wettest human being. Yeah. I've ever a seen lot of
0: baby, baby oil. A lot a of, of baby
1: oil.
2: Yeah, a lot of baby yeah. oil, and that was around the time. I, I remember when he was called franchise via sure. because he would always come yeah. in in a sequel and save a series. GI Joe, right? That's another uh, because he did it with GI yeah. Joe. Well, it's it's funny because he only really saved one series. Did well, yeah, because <laughs> he didn't save GI Joe. He didn't save G. Uh, G. into the journey to yeah, the yeah, center yeah, of the yeah.
1: Year. Yeah, yeah. he uh, did a movie and it made money. It, yeah. That's basically it.
2: Yeah, that's fair, and it was probably more. Like critically received or something right but yeah
1: um, and
0: now he's only no, it's, just it's being weird. a superhero which is like it's it, i mean i think maybe yeah. covid delayed it but it's interesting that Bladum is coming right now where it's where it didn't come at like 2016 where it's like you could see that fits in a time where he instead does skyscraper or well that was 2018 but still yeah
2: yeah, like, and
1: then again, like his—he's one of the few movie stars.
0: Exactly. Yep. Like the he's the who
1: can carry movie yeah. on. His he's back. the only yeah. one who can make Black Adam into its own movie. Black Adam is a C-list yeah. villain uh, that has real no interesting. I mean, he's kind of an antihero in the comics, kinda like, and he's mostly just like this like stoic mean guy. That's literally mm-hmm. the fucking character, and he's like, I don't know, Clay. I think you're selling Jared Leto as Morbius. <laughs> uh, pretty true. sure. It's true. No, no. He, it,
2: it, it's <laughs> he turned that C-list character into a legend. It's true.
1: It's true. It's Dr. true. Doctor Michael Moore is
2: also the kind of person who, like, legit has an NBC sitcom about his early life, right. Young Rock.
1: <laughs> That's like in like two seasons. Oh my God. Uh, in It's second season at this point. I guess I the only thing he can do that sounds like I a
0: Thirty Rock joke.
1: <laughs> I think he's yeah. done with the solo action movies. I don't think we're getting another skyscraper or rampage again. It's gonna just be like we're getting a San Andreas too. Sure, When he has time for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, if the- he also
0: never sleeps, where he, I think, right. also like that's similar. Yeah,
2: we should keep in mind he wakes up at four a.m. Wait,
0: <laughs> right, we've all downloaded the clock. Uh, that's similar to yeah. Wahlberg, where they're both very his public schedule? about the schedule, right? Oh, or it's like they're very exactly. regimented, and I think they come from a very specific class of movie star that you need to like always have your foot in something but they're not gonna like mm-hmm. do something interesting or like they don't have like a pain and gain on the horizon or it's like fascinating like who are you making rampage or skyscraper for if like there's no dwayne johnson heads and like people are gonna still go see it it's yeah. it's a weird mix of fandom
2: but
1: he's just known what price red notice red notice oh i forgot about red notice
2: yeah but oh my as everyone forgot about oh, Red Press, and yeah. yet it is somehow the er, it's the er example of the kind of movie Dwayne I, Johnson and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot are I going
1: just to know. don't trust anything about that movie. I don't trust those numbers I don't trust how popular it is I don't trust if they're going to make a sequel I don't trust that it's real I, I still don't think it's It's, real it's real. truly I, 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 it's one of those outliers where I can't judge this career by those standards because it just doesn't make sense and it's just it. I mean it makes sense but it doesn't it's not real so I can't look at the arc that way because it just doesn't it just it, yeah. yeah it feels like a funnier dialogue, It really truly like, really, don't
2: really count that in their filmography yeah. you know it just doesn't feel real it's not you t- should
1: t- go to jail <laughs> right um jack you mentioned um uh, fucking like the idea that they don't have like interesting things coming on the horizon we um before we recorded uh and before Clint you before you came on me and Jack were talking about Tom Cruise mm-hmm. um as like the like the opposite in a lot of ways in the sense of um how he is so Clint
0: if you don't know Tom Cruise is someone who's been in movies like yeah, uh, Mission Impossible and it's so, like yeah, okay, okay, yeah so he has to come coming on in a few months he was
1: know, an so, American maid you know American Made <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I remember him in Tropic. Thunder. yeah. Uh, so he was in Rock of Ages, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Lams for Lambs. Oh, 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 oh Rock of Ages. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. the thing I've seen him in. Um but man, that, yeah.
1: that the pipes on the Yeah, right so right.
0: Valkyrie is the movie that came out in like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Directed by
2: no uh, one. man I did not I c I didn't I couldn't believe he wasn't no. German. No one directed that movie by the
1: that way. That accent was spot. No on. one directed Valkyrie, by the way. That yeah, was no. It has by
0: no Valkyrie. director. Oh my okay. gosh.
1: An Alan Smithy joint. Um but it is like Tom Cruise Love them or like, I think we, I think everyone kind of just loves them now, even the, the yeah. Scientology thing, whatever. I mean, um, we sure
0: that, did in our yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: Um, we just, we just spent 90 minutes excusing Michael Bay. Right. It's <laughs> true. true. We're like, yeah. I, and he's committed to the movies, not his brand, to the movies. And I think there's a yes. very key difference between like Wahlberg and Rock. They're committed to their brand, they're not committed to the movies. Um, mm-hmm. what I, said is like you know we're talking about is he ever going to work with an in, like an interesting filmmaker ever again like an tour, like a pta or whatever and i said no because his producer brain has changed how he views yeah. projects he's now and i think producer. the
0: closest at the very i mean yes but i think like the closest with cruise that we got and maybe we mentioned it in our in our episode but once upon a time in hollywood was originally him and robert Denny jr and i think yeah. like at, like it's got to be Tarantino it's got to be someone of that
1: it it, and he would have to play the main character there's no way he can never Mm -hmm. play supporting ever again it's just never gonna happen Mm -hmm. um and i think Wahlberg and uh and johnson also have a producer brain because they produce a lot of stuff fucking Wahlberg created his own fucking tv show um that was like the height of culture at one point they it's like movie stars now they can't they have to be producers they can't just be movie stars anymore (laughs) i mean Maybe DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And they have to be brands, too. They have to have a certain sort of
2: uh, thing associated yeah. with them. They don't really have the room to branch out and experiment. That's for characters. And also, it's like... Although, I will say, I think there's a, there's an element to it. So there's an argument for people like Joseph, Joseph Kaczynski mm-hmm. and even Chris right. McHoray to be auteurs and assists. Yes. Um, I think I think mm-hmm. it's because I think they are perfectly attuned creative partners. Doug Lyman also. Because he
1: does. But they have to be partners. Yeah, Doug Lyman. They can't be directors. They yeah. have to be partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah yeah, they are collaborators with. Tom exactly. Cruise. Um, but I yeah, but I do think there is a sense, especially with Kaczynski, where like I'm trying to pitch a piece, um, and maybe it would be great to get to interview Kaczynski about um, his architectural background because I really think that like his movies feel like they were directed by architects because there's such an emphasis on production design and on architecture and 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 aesthetic. And I think there's something really intriguing about that. Even his like firefighter movie, which is like the most organic setting he's ever had a movie in. Uh, I think that's interesting. So having him pair with Tom Cruise, again, um, I think is very interesting because there's something very clinical and distanced and cold about a lot of his stuff. And I wonder if that's like that level of distance appeals to Cruise. For sure. Um,
0: I did want to mention though, I think that the Dwayne Johnson, the fact that we talk about his brand, it's like he needs like the Instagram presence as well as, like, killing it at the box office, where it's, like, that solidifies him with, like, a large popular crowd now, and he needs, to, and it's, like, yeah. similar with, like, his co-star in Red Notice, Ryan Reynolds, where it's, like, you need to, like, promote gin in order to, like, have all quadrants, and I I suppose, like, celebrity endorsements are nothing new, of course. Doesn't he own, but like, a cell phone? Yeah, phone yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's sort of, like, shifts now that it's, like, very specific. Um,
1: I kind yeah, of feel anyway. like George Clooney might have started it. I mean oh, this era, yeah. because his producing background plus his like coffee and gin, was it, was it yeah. vodka yeah. or gin? I don't know Clooney. Yeah,
0: I think it's Nespresso yeah, that he promoted.
2: But... No, and he also I think Orson Welles started it with his wines. <laughs> uh, with his oh my god! Delicious wines. Mm-hmm.
0: The Orson Welles oh, Winery what was guy. the pipeline. Yes, the Orson Welles Winery uh, to Ryan Reynolds Gin peas, Pipeline. Uh, uh,
2: Oh, that green penis. <laughs> do you
0: have Do you have a good Orson Welles in your pocket?
2: No, I, uh, not on me. But, no, uh, I don't. No, he, he wouldn't fit. He <laughs> no, really wouldn't. No, that's yeah. No. Uh,
1: let's yeah. get to Let's get to. Okay, I let's get to, to favorite about scene. About
0: anybody have? Yeah, or unless anybody has any a, other I, notes,
1: I, I, where, no, I, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, actually, okay. no. I have to point something out. Okay. Okay. I, uh-huh. I have found maybe the craziest factoid I've ever found about any movie I've ever researched.
0: Please. Yeah.
1: The private investigator that is played by Ed uh, Harris.
0: Mm-hmm. Ed Dubois, His is I think Ed, is the character name. Yeah.
1: Ed Dubois. That's how Jeff Goldblum says Ed Harris. Uh, Ed Dubois III. That is the private investigator. Yeah. In 2012, he released a single on iTunes titled oh Pain and Gain Retribution Song, which he wrote and recorded. It is on itunes i found this on wikipedia so i had to ch- double check if this was just bullshitting me i listened to this song it's awful it's a rock song and it's done by the private investigator as an homage to his client fucking tony shalhoub sure i mean the oh guy God. tony shalhoub plays mark uh, the yeah. real dude is uh, mark Schuyler. shiller yeah
0: yeah they changed the name yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: crazy just to be clear private investigator Made a song about his client, uh and it, before the Michael Bay movie, I just want to just want to put yep. that out. And it's it's and it's before it's unrelated <laughs> it's to the dis- movie. It's a disc track about a movie. It's a disc <laughs> track <laughs> about
0: it, an event. I don't. Know. It's.
1: Yes. I think the book was also called Pan Game, and so I think that's what. Yeah, it's like an article. Or yeah, the
0: article. You know. Did anyone read by the way? No. That this is based I on. Did. No. No, it is a book. It is a oh, book. Oh, it is.
2: Well, because it was it started as a series of articles. Oh, okay.
0: Of book, okay. Yeah, I think the article is called "No Pain, No Gain," which is where the title comes from. I believe, um,
1: yeah. but yeah. Anyway, "Pain and Gain" by yeah. uh, Good Movie Ben Dubois mm-hmm. III. "Pain and Gain" retribution song. Sorry, there's a little dash. Of course, a dash and You got to add retribution. Is the
2: song. retribution song in parenth in parentheses? No,
1: no, no. It's just no. It's like John Wick so Chapter Three Parabellum. It's that. It's just then... like <laughs>
0: sure, sure, sure. I'd imagine like he's about to publish the track, and then it's just like. It had the parentheticals, but then he like deletes it last minute. And it's just like, no, this is. This not It's also
1: a year before the movie. I can't understand that point. Like marketing. That's so guys...
0: funny. Yeah.
1: Uh, listen. Anyway. To
0: it, I guess. <laughs> it's bad. We'll tweet okay. it. Sure. We'll tweet it out. I don't
1: know. Look up the lyrics. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Sure. Uh Breast milk bit is like really really good. That's not one of. My, sure. That's not my favorite scene, but it's like so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like well written. It's just.
1: We could be titty brothers.
0: <laughs> we could be titty Why would yeah, it be breast okay. milk? I'm sorry, we All right, I'll be the guy at the yeah, bar with the man. milk. And <laughs> it's so good.
2: Anyway, yeah.
0: Clint, do you have a favorite scene from um, Panic Gain?
2: Yeah, it's tough. Uh, in terms of favorite moment, I think one of my favorite moments is early on when they're planning to kidnap Victor Kershaw. Uh, this is a moment that, like, my wife and I always laugh at whenever we watch it. Um, she's only seen it twice or only um, twice but uh, they're they're sneaking they're sneaking in they're sneaking in or they're trying to sneak into this guy's house um but it turns out all of his family's over and just so hear, good and then they run away that you and you hear mark Wahlberg whisper they're having shitbox <laughs> and it, it, so it fills me with so much glee and joy um that <laughs> and apparently
0: of, it took and, them and, like Several attempts to kidnap him. Where it's like, I guess they like toned yeah. it down in in the film. It's crazy. And I like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. All, all like, there's stuff. a lot of um, like even- from the headline new like content right now, and like especially like with television. And it's like this is one, or it's like you know not too recent from 2013 to like the late 90s, but I, but it's like this one just feels like so outrageous um and it's and it's like this one is so committed to being comedy and it's like one of those rare examples where it does truly work unlike Itanya, i think
2: yeah 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 yeah. uh because those those things try to to thread the needle between comedy Mm -hmm. and drama where like i almost think that one of pain and gains like greatest ethical failings is also one of its greatest styles. that is the issue
1: that is is the core issue and that's why it's such a good movie but it's ethically fucked that's just yeah
2: yes yes well because because it commits it's like no these people are idiots uh we're gonna treat them like idiots and uh fuck their feelings and there's an audacity to that i appreciate but like so uh, but in terms of favorite scene i may have to default to like after they've gotten the money and uh daniel lugo is having a community like safety (sighs) meeting
0: who wants to be a Um, rapist
4: Our uh, neighborhood watch is about to start. Can I get everybody's attention? Would you like one? Those are so cute.
3: They're like little edible penises. I wish they had them in the strip club. They're great, Niblets. These are delicious.
4: And so easy from freezer to microwave to mouth.
2: <laughs> Stan.
4: Okay, eyes front, neighbors. Now, we'd all like to believe we're safe here in Old Cutler Cova States. I know I feel more snug and secure than I've ever. And I feel very welcome, and I want to thank you all for that. Okay? This is a very serious situation, okay? There are bad guys out there that are waiting for good people like us to drop our guard. Bad guys are everywhere. I should know, okay? I work for the government. I've been to prison, and it sucks. So this first meeting of the Neighborhood Watch, Peter, Dick, and I will demonstrate a few ways we can keep ourselves safe. My pal, Dick... Yeah? ...works with me, the government will now hand out your preparedness packs. Right. That means we have to hand out the preparedness packs. Thank you. right away. Yes, sir. In our own corner of the American dream, Safety requires vigilance. Okay, look at our chart here. Number one thing of vigilance equals safety. Number two, recognizing... Oh, baby. That's the one. Yeah. Okay, first thing. Recognizing a potential attacker.
5: Sorry about that.
1: There it is. Peter, safety pack. Each family gets a pack. Each pack has pepper spray and a taser. Ladies, these things work. You can zap a guy's balls off with one hit, all right? Okay, the lovely
4: Serena here yeah. is going to be the victim. Who wants to volunteer to be a rapist? Sure. Right here. Can you pick me? Can you pick me? Can you pick me? Can you pick we're me? We're only picking one, guys. This is not a gang rape. Okay, you sit down. We'll take Brad. Yes, my Just, favorite neighbor. He picked me. He picked me. He picked me. Pick me. Hi, I'm Brad.
5: You touch her. I'll fuck you up. Hey. It was nice meeting you, mm.
4: Dick. There's only a simulation. Okay, calm it down. Well, well that's what I Brad. do in this situation. Let's Let's I'll fuck him up. Here.
2: Oh, now. I, I had to grab her ass okay i was i was, I was the rapist was, it's role play he wants to be yeah yeah it where it, that feels like michael bay's id laid bare where he's like this is what i think <laughs> of america <is." laughs> right um right. And, and just like this the unearned if you're uh, not a
0: member of the military you are these guys <laughs>
2: or, or you are these sh- sh-mucks, sh-mucks, and like right. All those, and like every every scene that Tony Shalhoub and Dwayne Johnson shared together. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, when when there's this incredible, like Dwayne Johnson parlaying this incredible mixture of, of uh, charm and He's yes. such a good actor. Why is
1: he doing oh, this great. shit? I know. Oh, He's
2: sorry. so good it in this. It pays <laughs> more. It pays more. And there's even like, so many of the scenes are fantastic. Like the scene where they're getting the weapons and oh they, uh, they ply the trust of the gun shop owner <laughs> by making up like making up that they're fans of like this christian rock yeah. band and it plays like a 30 rock it's gag so funny. <laughs> like taste me well <laughs> and please <and>, me
0: <laughs> i think that's a good transition because okay. the gun shop scene is my favorite scene
2: um it's so great it, it, flawless that guy who flawless later go on to do be the scientist in barb and star oh uh, i
0: knew i recognized that guy yes 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 yeah oh the guy who invents the beautiful device. barb and star yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, oh, there's so many great. Sorry, gentlemen, police use only. Tampa PD,
4: brother. It's okay. In that case, I need to see badges.
5: We're uh, retired off the uh, off the job, and now we're doing security for a um, for a rock group called uh, Striper. Okay. <laughs>
4: never again will an oppressor overrun my people, people but, but now, now i am keeping watch oh, ah. that's the gospel <laughs> yeah. people say christian rock sucks this is that yeah nobody i mean well fucking assholes do yeah uh, oh, hmm. you know i uh i actually thought that striper broke up <laughs>
5: They're actually having a reunion tour in, in in Jerusalem, ooh, and they need extra security. Look, I, we, we wish we didn't have to go there, but uh, but as you know, it's not the world we live in now, brother.
4: So true. Mm-hmm.
2: So, what can I do you for? We're looking for merchandise to shock, incapacitate, and imprison our fellow man.
4: Okay, seriously, you are gonna love this, right? I've done it before, so come on, just just hit me. Come on, just hit me, hit me! Come on, do it! Hit me! Hit me! That moment, I knew I assembled the right crew.
1: Little scene. My favorite scene (laughs) is when Dwayne B. Rock Johnson wearing i can only describe to be as like a pimp suit maybe like just like this very like teal blue has a cane very miami vice supporting guest star (laughs) exactly he his whole plan is to wait until (laughs) the dudes with the bags come up near him he uses the cane hits them and steals them and runs away while they shoot at him. <laughs> yeah.
0: When, they, when he hits the guy with the packet, it's so good. Like, it's so unnatural. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he yeah. runs and when he when he is, oh, yeah, he runs forgot. into the barber shop oh, yeah. and he's like, Yeah, I just need a I just need a quick cut. And he's sweating so profusely.
2: And then he opens and it. And he's coked out of his mind oh. too. Like, by the time he gets to Daniel Lugo and like he's just like trying to gasp <laughs> out sentences. While sniffing. He's holding the toe. (laughs) He goes a master masterclass in
1: comic mania. Like (laughs) he goes into the diner. He goes into the diner, he hides behind a table, and the police just start shooting as much as they possibly can. It cuts to an extreme close up of the gun. Uh kind of it reminds me of there's some shots in ambulance that's like that. Like it's like a PO like a first person shooter or some shit. Yeah. And they just unload an insane amount of clips and he just runs away. And it's Oh my god. Yeah. It's the funniest. I think it's also really well directed. It's super dynamic. It has it's cutting at all the right moments. It's mm-hmm. super energetic. It also just it, again, it plays with the hysteria and the manicness of it all. I think this
0: it's is obvious, but it's also awesome. worth pointing out. This never happened. <laughs>
4: He said to me, never marry a black man. I don't know why, he thought they were all dodgy. But he's dead now. From racism, no, it was a cement truck.
5: Hello, is the haircut line here? I just need a little trim.
3: Oh, shit. Ah!
5: Well, this plan didn't work.
4: Me the happiest man in the world.
5: (laughs) This plan was just practice. But I had another plan. Frank Griga, the phone sex douche from the club. It wouldn't be as easy as a bank. But as it turns out. That bank wasn't all that easy.
4: Something bad? Maybe a little. You're all no, it's all that's like, hey, that, for the story. It's
2: completely
1: no, made up. And that's also why I love it because Michael was like, all right, there needs to be, we need some more yeah, action. We, we this.
2: Need, come we on, need come, come throw on, throw let's spice it up yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. We need a reason to do another action. Sure, yeah. Yeah, no spent, drawn, like, yeah.
0: yeah, they need more money. They've spent, because Paul spent it all and he needs.
1: <laughs> yeah. No one lost a toe. I also want to be clear on that. No one lost a toe. He just thought that was a fun choice to make. Yeah. Right. Because he he loses a toe, and they lose a toe.
0: Michael Bay is uh, a thirteen-year-old. Right. So.
1: The moment with the dog, I'm like, all right, Michael, you can't fool me. That (laughs) (laughs) that didn't happen. Fantastic. You can sell me on a lot of things, (laughs) but the dog with the toe thing did not happen.
0: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I'm. I'm crying. All right.
0: Michael Uh, Michael Bay is Michael. Yeah, that's crazy. Michael Bay is 57. Oh man
2: more like michael bass oh we got oh, him all right <laughs> all, all right I'm gonna, then, on that oh, now, oh
0: man can't. okay all right bye, bye, on bye, that bye. note thank you so much for being oh, here oh i see the light i, I see
2: the light, light. Yeah. Uh, yeah
0: yeah but if you have anything to plug yeah. or promote that you've had out recently um or like Absolutely. tell anybody to find you on the internet like, sure, sure. Your stuff. um
2: in general you can find my stuff by following me on twitter at clint yeah Worthing, but i also if you edit it
0: if you edit anywhere uh any particular websites that i can't think of yeah, yeah if you yes.
2: uh, uh I, i'm a founder and editor-in-chief of the spool which is a, a little scrappy little indie outlet that i'm very proud of i am also a senior staff writer at consequence i write t- i write uh tv reviews for ebert and do some stuff for fox digital on occasion write a few sci-fi pieces for the companion a uh, bunch of other places um i also run a i also run the podcast travolta cage with nathan rabin where we're going through the filmographies of john travolta and Nicolas cage in chronological order um you will not enjoy the next few movies we have yeah, coming you up guys have
0: really burned right through good ones <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes, we have, we have destroyed all of our goodwill. Um, and then I also run a composer interview podcast called Right on Cue mm. for the Spool, where every, every week or so I talk to a different composer. And usually sometimes if they're nice, they give me uh, track commentaries for oh, stuff. Wow. I just talked to the composer for Moon Knight, and I talked also to one of the members of Son Lux for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Uh, really interesting insights there and uh yeah a lot of really great stuff um that's basically all i can think of because i just do too many things and i'm very tired but um please uh support me oh in terms of great stuff i've i've done recently i poured an entire week of my life into watching every post taken liam neeson action film and ranking ranking them for consequence um god bless yeah yeah well, it was it was so fun because like uh, it was in it was in celebration of memory, a movie that is so bad, I placed it worse than Blacklight, a movie that I, that I chose not to watch for the list. Oh God. Uh, memory is so bad, I placed it below a movie. You I have
0: no memory seen. of
2: uh... I have no memory of. Uh, well, I would have liked it if it was actually a Liam Neeson movie and not just like a warmed over Guy Pierce movie movie. <laughs> Guest starring Lee. I do
1: have to criticize your list. I'm sorry, I have to. Okay, no, please. A Walk Among Tombstones right, yeah, yeah. has to be higher, my man. Come on, that movie rules. It has yeah. to be higher. No,
2: it's fine. It's ah. fine. But I also like. I have such a soft spot for for the for the. Colette oh, I love Saras. them too. That's um, the thing. It's like I, yeah, Colette. Yeah.
1: It's like Colette Sarah's yeah. Walk Among the Tombstone. Everything else. And 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 Cold Pursuit, mostly because I love the. Original. I love the original. Yeah. Too. I haven't seen the new one yeah yeah okay, in, in yeah, order
2: disappearance yeah. yeah and then in cold pursuit it's, and it's from the same filmmaker yeah, so yeah, it's like right. a really
1: interesting you sold me on it it's how re- many people I have sold me on that movie on. you sold me on it when i read that piece yeah I'm like, all right yeah. i watch it i think it's yeah it's
0: always interesting when like a filmmaker will like translate their same text from one country to another it sort of reminds me of the vanishing
2: yeah and and I my only lament is that I didn't have time or, or or the place or the ability to include perhaps the best of them, which is the 30 seconds of voiceover of Missile Toe, uh, spelled like a, a, a nuclear missile and toe as in tow truck driver, mm-hmm. uh, which is the fictional Liam Neeson action movie that uh, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg go see in Daddy's Home 2. Um, you don't see any footage, but you do hear Liam Neeson in voiceover. Uh, with explosions and a child saying you killed them dad he's like no we did we did it we killed them all together as a family and it's uh the greatest thing in a really really bad movie mm-hmm. that uh, unfortunately gave uh, mel gibson work and money but uh you know what can you do but i'm very proud of that piece what can you do read
0: it. what we can do is yeah. read your work and listen to all of your stuff um. Yeah, I have words on film at the Boston Hassle and at the Simple Cinephile and my own personal medium. Uh. Yeah, this movie is available on Paramount Plus as this is Paramount property, and Amazon Prime as of now. Um,
2: come for Halo, stay for painting. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I don't know what that is. Halo doesn't exist. Um, I don't. It, yeah. That's a fan film. <laughs> and next yeah, know, episode dude. is Nicole Hall of Center's Enough Said with Allison Bakuro. Enough said. Yeah.
1: Um, Enough said.
0: That, that'll be nice to talk about, Jim. Ah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Every, everyone can follow me at Birds of Clay on Twitter and on Letterboxd. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Clay Williams. You can follow the podcast Twitter account at ETT Pod. Uh, retweet, subscribe, do all those great things. Uh, you can send us an email on through the 2010s at gmail.com. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Stay safe, be good to yourself, uh, donate to an abortion fund if you can. And as always, we'll catch you next time on Exiting Through the 2010s. Mm-hmm.